this week we sat down and watched nothing. Absolutely nothing. So you know what time it is. What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Mr. Marshall Hampton. Joining me as always is my buddy, my co-host, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Aaron, how are you doing today? I am pretty good. Sleep, awesome. Sleep deprived. I, we will talk about that in a second. But yes. pretty good. <laughs> yes. Uh, as you know, last week, Aaron was not here, but he is back now. And uh, as you got from the intro, uh, normally we always come in with a movie prepared and but this week we watched absolutely nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. nothing. <laughs> stupid. You so stupid. Uh, because we, you know, we, we put this out several back and like, God, before Christmas, we put out like, we were calling, putting a call out for all of our listeners uh, to send us in all, any questions you had for us. We yeah. got horror movie related or what, anything you wanted to ask us. And we were thinking about doing a Q&A. Well, we got... A lot more questions than I thought we would. I'm glad. Hey. I'm glad, too. People are interested. Thank so, you so thank much, you for- Moon Goons. All you guys that submitted questions, really appreciate it. That's very, 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 very cool. So that is what we're doing this week. We're doing the f- listener Moon Goon Q&A uh, uh, episode because uh, Aaron uh, has had a very stressful, long week. And, and uh, just he needed a break. Two weeks. <laughs> Two weeks. Um, so, and that's based because, well... Aaron, go ahead. You. Bum, 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 bum. I had a baby girl. That's right. He so, did. yeah, Tuesday, two weeks ago, I was uh, working from home. I get a phone call from my wife who was at her doctor appointment and said, hey, they're sending me to the hospital right now and inducing labor. Our baby was, according to them, far, far, far too small. So we went to the hospital. She was induced and went through labor for about 20 hours. Uh, when she was getting the epidural, it dropped her blood pressure down considerably, and they couldn't find my baby's heart rate. Oh, shit. They're killing my baby and my wife at the same time. My nightmare came true. But everyone rushed in. There was a big alarm. They rushed her into the C- into the OR. And within three minutes, I'm not kidding, the baby was out on the, you know, on the side. They were working on her. No scream. She looked pretty bad. Had to spend about a week in the NICU, but she's strong. She passed all the tests. She's at home. Baby Everly Ruth Southworth is here with us, Moon Goons. Boom! Boom. And guess what birthday she has? Oh, man. I, gee, I, I don't know. What don't, birthday, I, I think you should know this I, one. You know, I think I should because... Uh, it's. I believe it is my birthday. Right? Yeah. It's January 8th, 2020 for you. But yeah, born on my birthday. Exactly 40 years apart. Exactly 40 years. So that is insane cosmic. That's really kind of like... <laughs> Hey, yeah, it's just insane. Hey, buddy, I think it's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, uh, hey, what what time? Do you know what time you were born? I was born. I think like one twenty three or something like that. A.M. P.M. Uh, P.M. Okay, she was eleven thirty a.m. Okay, so almost almost exactly, <laughs> just like an hour and a half, two hours off. Yeah, you know that's pretty crazy. That is insane. Um. So yeah, that so we, you know we're gonna take this week and uh, uh, do answer your Q and A's, and we'll be back with a regular full episode next week. Because I haven't slept. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we are, I already got the movie picked out and ready to go. So so uh, that'll be next week. 
Uh, for now, sit back and enjoy the. Uh, we're gonna answer. If you send it in, it's getting answered. So we're as, we're gonna we're doing answer it. every single question that was sent to us. And if you guys like it, if we get a good response, if you guys had you know, if let us know if it was good, we'll might do it again in a couple yeah. months or something. You know? um, and we're not you know these are not in no particular order, and we're answering to the best of our ability. I'm sorry if some of the answers may suck. If we're not 100 percent you know as detailed, but we'll do it the best we can. All right, first question from uh, Holly Kins, 88. Uh, she uh, asked, out of out of the movies you've done on the podcast that don't have sequels, what one would you want to see a sequel of? Well, what would you want to do? Um, something banging up above the studio here. Uh, that's going to drive me. Hopefully that's not being picked up on the audio. Uh, I'll tell you right off the bat, the one I want to see, and I thought, I thought maybe it was just a rumor, somebody joking around online, but... I, right now, I would love to see a uh, Knucklebone sequel. Yes, I think yes. that's a great one. That 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 was, I think, a great storyline that could become a nice, fun franchise. The wisecracking demon who gets summoned to do the bidding of the person who summons summons yeah. him uh, had a Nazi kind of uh, upbringing in a weird way. He killed a bunch like, of killed Nazis. Killed a bunch of Nazis. So yes. it was okay, my book. And there were some smoking hot chicks in that movie as well. A gorgeous cast and a very good low budget movie. So that's a good one. I like that one. Mine, I got a couple different ones here. Okay. Um, and you know it's funny? Because when I'm writing them down, I'm like, oh, wait, it is getting a sequel. Pool Party Massacre. Yeah. Pool Party Massacre left you with a cliffhanger. With so that's the, why I did, yeah, cause we knew that. I, yeah. I don't know, but it still hasn't come out yet. But Pool Party yeah. Massacre, there's the, the killer's still alive. You see him on the balcony. Spoiler alert. But <laughs> <laughs> as, as, as you know, the, 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 the final girl's walking away, and I'm like, it's just primed for a sequel. And there hasn't been a sequel yet until... Uh, he just launched an Indiegogo not too long ago. We yes. invested in that, so hopefully we'll have a little fun little uh, Easter egg in the movie from Horrible Horror Podcast. Hopefully, we'll yeah, see. yeah we're, we're hoping. Yeah, um, so I'm it's it's kind of neat. Another one, else. another one I was thinking was Night of Something Strange. Yeah, I believe there. I've heard rumors again that there's supposed to be a sequel. Of that really, too. I've heard again. I haven't followed up on it, but I, I I've heard that there is supposed to be a sequel for that coming. Because there can still be a lot of fun done with that. I mean. Those type of post-apocalyptic worlds, you know, you can run. And it was such a crazy, bonkers movie. Um, you know, it'd be hard to turn up the volume on it because, god damn, they cranked it to 11 and yanked off the knob. Yeah, that would be a, a pretty... Yeah. That's a tough one to follow. That's a tough that's, act to exactly, follow. Exactly, which is, that might be the case. You know, just let it let it lie. Yeah. Because you, you, the chance of you be able to top what you did that is going to be very hard. So a, chance, a very high, high chance of a... Of a letdown sequel right. instead of taking it up, it's going to be another one I was excited about, but again, is getting a sequel. And we've talked about it. Is Don't Fuck in the Woods? Yes, because they have that again, kind of cliffhanger or you know, little little nugget in the credits of Mac waking up. You know, after he was killed, he was gutted. He was killed. The bulimic monster threw up on him, and all of a sudden he you know, opened his eyes again. They were black to kind of give you an idea. Oh, there's, there's, there could be another creature. Mac as a monster. If he still keeps his attitude and his kind of funny <laughs> one-liners and like the way he does it, uh, Roman Jostard was the guy who played him. Yeah, that would be fantastic. That'd be really great because he was such a fantastic character in Don't Fuck in the Woods. If they have him in the second one as the monster, but still kind of just as funny and witty and you know kind of just chewing up the scenery that'd be great i would i would doubt that'd be the case but uh those are some, yeah those are some pretty good ones that i would like to see um sequels for or we'd like to see sequels. what about um now again they set it up at the post credit scene they set up the sequel and it's been four or five years so i'm guessing nothing's coming but uh zombievers 
Yes. That was a fun one. Yes, that was that was pretty fun. Again, I kind of think that falls under one and done. It's yeah. good. Just let it lie. But they did have that little, you know, you, when they're escaping, you see all the different animals t- taking on the beaver virus. Yeah. <laughs> and becoming beaver versions of a bear, beaver versions of, like, a, you know, a humans and, like, other animals. But the very end, you see zombies. Bees. bees, yeah, the bees. The bees are getting like buck teeth, which is <laughs> so so funny. Yeah, so funny. Uh, I'm still going through. I'm going through our, our our episode list right now, and just seeing like thinking think there's looking if there's anything else that would be. Uh, and, and again, this is all the top. Of my yeah, head, this is. But, I'm just kind of yeah. looking through. Like a lot of things, you know, don't really need it, or we've already done sequels for. Uh, and we could make joke ones like, oh, we, there should be a sequel for the 13th Friday and, Go you know, fuck that. Bite, or, you bite know. your tongue. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think those off the top of our head, those are definitely ones I think I would like to see a sequel for. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely knucklebones for me. And, yeah, that's a good one. I kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. I kind of want to piggyback off that. That's a good one to have a sequel to. So, Hollykins88, thank you. Yes. Okay, from Scotty Slasher, what's one of the wackiest scenes that you've seen in a film? Man, there's been a lot. This is so hard. Some of these are going to be really hard to answer because we've seen so many crazy, bonkers, just wacky shit that it, it's like... My brain can only store so much of it, and like I see something, and then some something else might get pushed out, replaced. Right, it. right. I'm like, I might, I'm sure I'm going to forget something. Some off of the, the scenes, some of the scenes we've seen are so bananas. Yeah, you know that it's 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 just, you know, you can't wrap your head around it. But I can't. I came up came up with two. Okay. All right, two of them. Uh, the first one was poultry geist. The murder montage, the killing scene when it, they're just killing people over oh, in the and restaurant? over in the restaurant. Yes. All these different like zombie slash chicken monsters r- bashing people's heads open and an egg comes out and frying it on a skillet, ripping out their uh, implants and eating it. That's like someone's eating. It's like, oh, the skin. I know the skin's bad for me, but it's so good. Yeah. Tearing off people's <laughs> face, putting another guy's face through a meat grinder. I mean. God damn. And it's just hit after hit after hit after hit after hit of great, fantastic kills. Yeah. And you're just sitting there, like, clutching the side of your seat, like, holy shit. That's a, <laughs> that's an insane scene. That whole movie is pretty damn insane. The other one that comes to mind is Night of Something Strange, the Vagelac Pit. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Vagelac Pit. That's a scene where um, Dirk, our hero, is. Uh, Fighting a zombie who, which shoots out kind of a tentacle out of a dead girl's vagina, wraps around his neck and starts pulling in towards him, and the the pussy basically uh, opens up and it's got teeth, and he goes "fuck me," <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, ah! <laughs> so those are two off the top of my head, and I'm sure there's some other good honorable mentions, but that those are the two that I came up with. Okay, um, the poultry guys one for sure is on my list as well. That scene was incredible it's so good it's so amazing it, it's just there's so much going on like you could watch it three or four four or five times and, and, st- and see something different every time something in so the much, background yeah. something going on and that's like one of the f- only movies lloyd kaufman lost money on because it was a passion project of his yeah um something else um one scene okay um a muck train had an absolutely just banana scene where <laughs> it's a little drawn out and it's not as I mean trying to find the description of you with the poultry guys is I might not be able to do it justice but a mock train there's a scene where 
it's like the second or third time the train goes off the tracks and it's running through like the countryside and then it plows into like a swampy like swamp lake area so now it's char- it's plowing through water and inside the train car are our cast of characters and in slow motion they're just flopping around just everywhere getting thrown through Flo- the air i think a radio explodes uh, and, but that's the thing but that's at the end but during it the radio comes on and it's playing classical music and then you, so and then the train plows ahead it plows into this couple that's in a rowboat on the water <laughs> Decapitates one girl's head, which goes flying. Flying through the air. Right through there. Then the train keeps going. It gets back on the track. One of the guys in the train track, he, the, scre- the slow motion screaming face he makes, I said on the show, looks like he, somebody put his dick in a mouse trap because <laughs> it's hilarious. And then, and it's, like I said, it's, all this is going on. There's, there's sparks flying and people are flying around and screaming. There's blood everywhere. And there's this classical music going. And then right at the end, when it, the radio for no reason just blows up and yeah. explodes. <laughs> and it was, I'm like, that sequence was, that one always stuck out as, as being pretty insane. Yeah, and it's like that movie you just mentioned is fantastic. It's like that one just kind of fell off my radar, I guess, when I was looking at this stuff. But you're right. There's also that scene where, um, I forget the character, main character's name, Catherine or something. I don't even remember her name. Let's just say Catherine. Yeah. And she's she's arguing with the voice in her head, and she's like, I know I'm dreaming. I know I'm dreaming. I'll prove to you you're not dreaming. Oh, yeah. And it pans over to this woman, this albino woman with a shaved head with, <laughs> oh, like, alopecia. Yes! And then she gives birth to, like, a dragon. And with a bloody mouth, she goes, Catherine, I'm your mom. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, she, she was, like, botched. It'll kind of look... Yeah, I remember that. Like, albino... Like, yeah. it was bookers. I'm yeah. like, oh, that's proof that you're not dreaming? That's even more proof that you are dreaming. <laughs> yeah, that one's insane. Yeah, um, Muck Train had some great, crazy shit. Another one shit. had some crazy shit was Life Force. There was some really crazy oh, shit yeah. in that one, too, with like the, all the exploding lightning, and then uh, uh, there's... The bleeding out the face with yeah. Picard, like Patrick Stewart, and it, yeah. it, it coagulates and forms the bloody naked... Alien, yeah, yeah, in the helicopter, and it just she screams and turns into a big pu- puddle of blood. Yeah, damn. Uh, I'm, I'm, again, I'm looking. I'm trying to scroll through my my our, our, our movie list here of everything we've done. Trying to think of anything that will spark any kind of more humanoids from the deep. The final scene in that is pretty fun. Yeah, Aaron, like it's, that it's one. not so much wacky, but it's just. It's fun because it's guys in rubber suits, like, tearing the tops off of girls with bikinis and, like, you know, throwing. Well, they did throw a man on fire past a child. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, holy shit. Osha would be pissed. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't want to drag this on too long. Um, but, yeah, those were good. But, I mean, there, there are some great, yeah, those are some, some of our definitely more memorable um scenes for from movies we've done um okay from uh milo pantone uh what are your favorite slash least favorite wrestlers ever completely unmovie unmovie this related could go on we could do a whole podcast on this alone milo <laughs> uh god damn okay favorites jesus christ you, how want, many, you want me to kick it off i most of them are gonna be the same but yeah go ahead go I, how many we do what how many are we listed as our favorite because I, I i just go, did i just did four because okay. the thing is, it's like I know I'm gonna second guess myself and be like, oh, what about that guy? Oh, what about that yeah. guy? Oh, what about that guy? But I'm more of an old school guy when it comes to wrestling, and I haven't watched a lot of the new stuff. Not that I don't like it, I just haven't gotten around to it. And I'm actually kind of starting to get a little more interested in it. But 
With that being said, I like the technicians. I like the guys who can go, 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 and make can make a, you know, make they can have a good match with a broom. You yeah. know, uh, Chris Benoit. Yep. comes to mind. That guy was a uh, fucking amazing. Yes, yes, he killed his family and killed himself. He's a horrible person for that, but that does not take away from his wrestling ability. God. Damn, was that guy good. Yeah, I agree with you. I 100% watched that. With the One Chris, that was but... also excellent, but very much overrated or underrated, Lance Storm. That's one that I have in my back pocket. That guy could, again, wrestle with anybody and make it look good. And he did this fucking... He just had the personality of a signpost. That's the problem. That's yeah, the, he just... In professional wrestling, that's why he never made it over. Because he, yeah, in the ring, people like him and Dean Malenko, yeah. some great, great fucking wrestlers, amazing. But just when you're in the entertainment business, they... That's a big part of it. Cut, yeah. cut a promo or anything, and just like, but he used to do this. This they called it the Canadian Maple Leaf, which was just a one leg Boston Crab, yeah. not both legs, just a one legged Boston Crab, where he'd throw a guy off the ropes, and when they were running at him, he would do a backward somersault as they're running, grab their leg, and roll up and be in that position, and it just blew my mind how smooth and slick he did that. Fuck yeah, Landstorm was always often awesome. Another tactician that I like, tactician I like that's just. You know, legit as fuck, Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. Kurt motherfucking Angle. And that guy could entertain comedy. He could make you want he could make you love him. He could make you hate him. He had all the bases covered. And doing fucking moonsaults off the top of a cage. Holy shit was that guy amazing. Yeah. That match motherfucking that, angle. To this day, that match between Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit, and Steel Cage oh, was yeah. is still one of my all time favorite matches. If you're a wrestling fan, find it on YouTube. It is I don't Bananas. remember if it was a pay-per-view or just a raw match, but it was insane. Yeah. It was an, it should have been a pay-per-view match if it wasn't. Um, all right, for my favorite ones, god damn, I don't even know how I want to break this. I I want to do old school like Aaron favorite technicians and all that. Uh Brett Hitman Hart, yeah, as a kid was one of my all-time favorites. Um people I appreciated more as I got older but didn't like as a kid, but as I grew to appreciate wrestling, realized how much I loved them. Um, Mr. Perfect yes. was amazing. Yes. Um, so good. So good. And just, yeah. So, so good. those are probably two of my favorites from like the eighties. Uh, but, and then also favorite heels from the, we'll do, uh, uh, Ted DiBiase, married our man. <laughs> I'll always love him. Yeah. St. Louis area native. Yeah. Count, yeah. yeah. Count um, and then, all right. But a little more modern favorites. Like if you want to go with those, um, yeah, Chris Benoit, Kurt Angle, definitely top of my list. Again, not, for what Chris did as a person, but his work in the ring. Um, yeah. Kurt Angle. Uh, and then if, we, but those are just pure technician points. Uh, but as, as overall entertainers and performers who I just love as a whole package, uh, triple H has got to be up there. Really? Rick Flair. I mean, I mean everything about him from his injury sure. work to promote. I mean, he might be my number one best wrestler of all time. No, that's a gr- and I feel bad because well, I don't know anything of that. But at the same time, I've got Ric Flair shirts. Yeah. One of my favorite books is To Be the Man. You got to beat the man, man. The Ric Flair biography. Yeah, great story. Great book. <laughs> I have Ric Flair. We all have Ric Flair stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but then just more uh, just pure entertainment. Pack, the Rock. I, I mean, that might be a bandwagon, but I fucking he sure. his promos were. That t- still give me goosebumps. Cutting time. edge. Cutting edge. And they're still Great. today. And mm. Chris Jericho are probably some yes. other yeah. favorite ones. Mm. I'm not going to go into favorite ones like the modern age like right now. Uh, if, I mean, if you want me to, maybe we'll do that in a, in a future one. But I think those are right now or overall, those are probably some of my favorite handfuls throughout the eras. Those right there. Um, let's go with least favorite wrestlers. Um, that was the second part of that question. Yeah. So, least favorite. Least favorite ones are the guys who got by on just... Uh, it's mostly the guys who... 
either were from WWF that went to WCW and just got by on their laurels or, or just on what they did in WWF and just sat on their fat asses afterwards. Wasn't almost everybody? Well, just about. Uh, Kevin Nash comes to mind. Motherfucker is a he- great specimen. Yeah. So tall, so big, you know, does big man moves, but God damn her, his match is boring. And mm-hmm. he's not that great on the mic. He's no. just kind of a jerk. You know, I mean, I've seen him in, like, interviews off, like, shoot interviews, and he seems like a cool guy. Sure. But I never, ever liked that guy as a wrestler. And he always had top billing. Yeah. Fuck you. I, I never really liked him. Okay. I'll, and, I'll, and another one, like, on. for example, uh, Virgil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking Virgil. Who, who, who was Ted DiBiase's lackey. He became a face. Bodyguard. And then, yeah. yeah, right. He, then he broke off. He became a face for a while. He wore those, he wore those horrible Boxing. red and white, red and white striped, like, peppermint. Bo- yeah. Like boxing uh, shorts. They were box- They were full length pants. Yeah, they were red and oh, white striped. Right, he looked yeah. like a candy striper or a candy God cane. God damn, that was stupid. Barber pole. But he went over to WCW and he landed a contract where he made buku bucks mm-hmm. and could just just sit there and be the shittiest worst wrestler. He became a member of the NWO. Everybody was, just, was a member of the NWO by the I end. Was just Everybody so fucking annoyed by it's him. Like, like Sting. Ugh. God damn, get out of here. I didn't, and that's another one we didn't mention was Sting and Ferris. But part of it is because growing up as a kid, I didn't have access to a whole lot of WCW. I very rarely yeah. saw any WCW wrestling. I watched some of it. I, I mean, when I could, yeah. I would, but I did, my exposure, I didn't get exposed to Sting until much later. Yeah. But anyway, another on. one, uh, Scott Steiner. Yeah. Man. Oh. oh, Jesus. I mean, don't get me wrong, pretty good in the ring physical specimen but he you know everything i've read and looked at before like again because I, I went pretty deep with wrestling for a while yeah uh he worked super stiff he was always a jerk he was a sh- asshole backstage yeah. no one liked him i never him. heard any good things nothing about Steiner, nothing ever. and he's just always been a prick and the like the older he gets i mean he's a fucking steroid monster yeah, yeah. i mean at first it was like impressive now it just looks his balls and cock must be the size of like raisins and <laughs> shitlets or something like that by now i mean jesus twig Christ. and berries baby Twiggin, yeah it's that yeah, it's it's that guy's always been just a prick. Uh, every once in a while, though, he would do something just so dumb that it would make me laugh. Yeah. He'd be like, ah, shut the fuck up, you dumb bitch, like yelling in yeah. someone's face. And it's so random when they just be like, boo. It's and that like, roid rage coming on, man. <laughs> like, I'm like, holy shit, this guy's off, yeah. off the rails. There's some great YouTube clips like Steiner just losing it. Yeah. <laughs> Steiner sound bites are hilarious because he's a fucking moron. He's yeah. the epitome of the muscle head. So th- that's an example of the ones I don't like. Um, all right, for me, um, Ultimate Warrior. I hated Ultimate. I even when he was popping, I, I never like. Don't get me wrong. Oh, he comes out at first. I was, I was like, okay, I kind of like him. But when we were kids, you were, at yeah. the time you were a Hogan or Warrior. Like, there yeah. was, like, and I was Hogan at the time. But I bandwagoned. Uh, I never liked Warrior. To this day, I still don't like because he. Again, he couldn't wrestle other shit. He was just a physical specimen. Horrible. His matches were 30 seconds or less because he couldn't work. And his mic work was insane. Insane. That's the only good thing about him because his <laughs> mic work was like the raving Matt, ravings of a lunatic on like high on ecstasy or something yeah, like just that. Just on all the just mushrooms. Everything. <laughs> like, what is he? I'll take some of what he's having. Um, so, Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. <laughs> Ultimate Warrior didn't like. Oh, God. One more favor. I'm sorry. I go back to fairs. Macho Man. Randy Macho Man Savage. I had that one written down, Jesus too. I just Christ. didn't mention it just because yeah. for time. But I, time had, wise, but I had that one written like we down. We could go on and off this. Yeah. Um, okay. Least favorite. Uh, yeah. Ultimate Warrior. Uh, exactly what you said about uh, Kevin Nash. I, did, I didn't like him as Diesel. I wasn't that big fan of him. And I hate him even more as Kevin Nash. Big Daddy Cool. Just didn't do anything. Like you said, his matches were boring. He just stood there. He was written as such a dominating force in WCW that, like I said, 
one like chop from him would be like a finishing move almost. Like he, he did, he could do no wrong. He did back elbows. He did big boots, boots and, a, and he did like a side slam. And his finisher was every big guy's power bomb. Yeah, and like, it's like everything he did. Like, and he was supposed to be this unstoppable machine. I remember watching him in like a the WCW's version, like the Royal Rumble or some like three wing uh, ring over the yeah, top yeah, thing. Yeah. And like he would like he limited like sixty people, and like he did. He's horrible. Uh, I fought this. Same way about Scott Hall as he got old, but that was also uh, he yeah. was drunk and all yeah. sorts. But his yeah. work was terrible. Yeah. Um, other when, people, he, when he was sober, he was pretty good. Yeah, but uh, other people I couldn't say Goldberg for the same reason. I hated Kevin Nash because I just like he couldn't work. Like he was just built. Like he booked to make him look dominant, and anybody can be booked that way. He couldn't work. He was terrible. I I, I was thinking about Goldberg, but the reason I didn't put him on there is because he try, he's improved. He tried to get. He did better. try, but I'm saying if you saw he, that magic, that him and Undertaker, yeah. And Rip, I, well, oh my god, they're both a little long in the tooth. But both he, of them need to be gone. He but tried. Yeah. He, he put forth the effort. So I can. I'm, I'm not gonna dog him for just not being that good. He's just not that great, um, you know. But he tried. Yeah. Okay. Um, Kevin Nash didn't fucking try. No, he didn't try. Um, other people. Uh, Scott Steiner's definitely on my list too. Can't stand him. And we'll throw some modern ones. Out. I don't like him, but Roman Reigns, modern day, I don't like him at all. I'm sick of him. Uh, that could be, you know, band- I don't know. But um, uh, speed of modern, just I've watched a little bit here and there. Bray White is awesome. Bray White is awesome. That yeah. guy is, is like the second. He is a good in the ring, and his promos are amazing. Yeah, I was really like, impressed with him. Before he became like mm-hmm. the, this weird, like the Funhouse, Mr. Rogers, theme guy. Yeah. Uh, his promos as, as just Bray White, the head of the White family, were amazing. Like he gives some awesome promos. He's a unique, such a unique character and personality that, yeah, I love Bray Wyatt. And he's beefy. It makes me feel good. I'm yeah, like, all he's, right, he's looks, like, looks like a beefy guy can make it in this industry. I'm like, all right, if I power lift it, uh, I can probably look like him. Favorite, modern, Kevin Owens is one of my five favorite modern workers right now. I love Kevin Owens. And that's not even that touching to the women wrestlers. Like, I, I love women's wrestling now. It's a good point. Actually, and from what it is now, like, and I, not the shitty days of the bikini miles and, you know. Bras and panty matches. Yeah, that yeah. shit. But like, I, I won't go into that. That's a whole other question but again we can go on for days all right uh moving on uh next question thank uh, you milo good one uh actually next one's up is also from milo back to back from him uh what is your go-to fast food place and what do you order from said place okay just to back a little background on milo milo is one of our very first fans very first listeners and he actually has a youtube page uh so you can find milo uh milo pantone on youtube and what he does is he tries he does like two or three videos a week and he just tries different Junk food, fast food, unique food, things like that. Just kind of gives his ratings, his thought. He kind of breaks it down. We sent, if you guys look it up, you can find the Horrible Horror uh, three-part series where we sent him a whole bunch of St. Louis stuff, which is kind of cool. So we like Milo, and uh, we want to support him there. But so that's why the question is geared towards food. And for me, Milo, I'm I'm not a huge fast food guy, but my go-to is always jack-in-the-box, baby. I like to get a jumbo jack, no cheese, take that tomato off, shove it up to your ass. I'll take (laughs) take two tacos and as much buttermilk ranch as you can give me with a root beer. Yeah, Yeah, that's my jam. Uh, Yeah, years and years ago, that was like, Drunk nights, two in the morning. Mm-hmm. Where you, let's go get some fucking Jack in the Box tacos oh, and ranch. Yeah. And get that shit. baby, I remember doing that shit with you. Dollar yeah. dollar taco. You couldn't be two for a dollar. It was. Yeah, it still is. Nine. Well, yeah. I think it's one twenty nine now. Yeah. Or something. Who knows? Um, but late, I think it's nine. Lately, I've really gone. I last recently, like the last few weeks, I've gotten off the fast because I've been dieting a lot. But before then, um, Jack in the Box was my go to. 
but I would go on stage like for a while it was Hardee's and then it was Wendy's and then yeah, but I mean, Jack and Box has always kind of been there and then Taco Bell sort of missed. But um, and then like I became a big Arby's fan and Burger King and like I don't know. So my favorite one, I think, when you're a fast food eater, you kind of go through cycles like that. Yeah, I, I did that same. And also, shit that's why I mean, like if I want like if I want um like a certain thing, I'll go to one res- one place for you know a particular one particular item. Because oh man, my my fucking go to which is gone. They've taken out the menu and I'm fucking pissed. The grilled stuffed burrito from Taco Bell. Holy shit! My go to was I love the uh, it was like the. Chipotle chicken griller. It was like a dollar thing. It was like a dollar fifty for like was little. Th- it was delicious. One of also off the menu. I was like, so fuck you, Taco Bell. Yeah, but man, that thing. I'm, but like in, right in now, a weird way, maybe it was good to took it off because it was like a, one, over a thousand calories. I will say my favorite thing for like I can't eat it anymore because of diet. But I won't lie, I fell into it, man. I understand the hype now, man. Popeye's chicken sandwich. No shit. Holy fuck! Is that like that? May be like that's like meth in my mouth. It is the well, I, or it, it's. To die. It's delicious. It rots my teeth. It, it does. And it, I stay up for three days. I'm sorry. Maybe that's not <laughs> the best uh, metaphor, but uh, it, it's so fucking good. I Yeah. I'm like, holy shit. It's so good. Um, you know, someone shot at another guy for getting the last yes, one. Yes. There was yeah. like people were robbing KFCs, for, like, or not KFCs, Popeyes. Popeyes for like, we're giving your chicken sandwiches. We're out like, fuck you. Like, and I get it now. Like, I had him like, oh. I get this now. Wow. I get Isn't this now. That, wow. To I gotta, me, I, I've had them two or three times now since, because the one here in town was sold out for months. They could give them. And when they finally got like, oh, I'm, I get, and I get, I've had three of them. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, wow. I get it. Okay. It's so good. Okay. Um, so there we go. But then the Jack in the Box is also, yeah, just like the two tacos and at a the Jumbo end, Jack. At the end of the day, a, Jack in the Box yeah. is my go-to because it is so versatile. Yeah, I agree. It's probably the most versatile of all the places. All right, this was an interesting film. The movie Raccoon. Um, this was interesting. Fuck, Mary kill, Michael Myers, Victor Crowley, and the Gill Man, or the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, I like this. This is a fun one. This yeah. is interesting. I, like I, I, I think... I've got mine. Uh, are you, I'll go, you want I, me to go? I, I, go ahead. All right, so this is what I have. I have Mary the Gill Man. Fuck you. So, okay, so we'll do this. I do too. Mary the Gill Man. Okay, Mary the Gill Man, because he... He, when he was kidnapping women, he was taking very good care of them. He wasn't just slashing and you know dashing. He wasn't raping. He was carrying them gently off to his lair. And plus, you know, you got a you got a place by the sea. You know, so you want to marry Gilman? Yeah, you you you, you have a coastal. You you have beachfront property. Beachfront property everywhere you go, baby. Uh, next is fuck Michael Myers because, goddamn, you know, I mean, I'm, he's pretty in shape, pretty uh, pretty uh, aggressive guy. He might be a little fun. Who knows? <laughs> You know, as long as he doesn't get a little too rough. But, uh, yeah, because I'm not fucking Vic Crawley. God yeah. damn, he's too ugly. Fuck, kill that guy. Get him out of here. Uh, he, ain't got, he lives in a fucking swamp. I mean, he's not going to have a nice place. I'm not going to marry him. He lives in a rundown shack. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus I mean, even the Myers Christ. house is better than Crawley's shack. It's got good bones. <laughs> you know you're old. But you know we're getting old. But we're looking at the real estate. <laughs> Who's got the better real estate options? Gilman, Beachfront Property, Michael Myers, rundown house, or the shack of Richard oh. Crowley? They got Jason Shaq with it on that list. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> but, but, but fucking Michael Myers would be like, ooh, you know yeah. I, mean? I, I think I'd be taking it. <laughs> I don't think I'd be giving it. No, yeah, I, that, this that'd is be the way it's gonna go. Uh, I hundred percent said, uh, "Fuck Michael Myers, kill my Phil Crowley and Mary Gilman." Awesome. Uh, but for different reasons, I didn't think about the tender care Gilman was said. My reasons was. Because my guy's like, he lives in a fucking lagoon in like South America somewhere. Like he's 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 got to be in the water. He's a guilt, so he can swim around the water all he wants while he's living the life in the water. I'm free to go out and, 
and, and mess around and do whatever I want. So that's just like a marriage on paper at that point. I'm free to do whatever I want outside of that. Just like and the real if, thing. <laughs> I'm just joking. If he already does, you know what? He, like, my girlfriend watches way too much Discovery ID, so I see all these like wives murdering husbands and spouses killing each other's shit over okay. and over. But if he ever comes at me, He's the easiest one to kill, Victor Crowley and Michael Myers. If I gotta defend myself, I'd rather defend myself against Gil Man. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's an interesting point. So yeah, yeah. there yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, so, weird question. Yeah. A weird question there, the movie raccoon. <laughs> but I like it. That's a fun yeah, one. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I'm gonna see. Check these off as we go. All right. Um, from it's Slimer. Besides dissing horrible horror movies, what? What's another favorite pastime you guys like to do? Um, so, all right, favorite pastimes. Um, well, Aaron's going to soon find this out, or he's starting to find this out right now, but now that we're parents, we finding free time to do stuff that we want is very, very hard yeah, and hard yeah, to come yeah. by. So, um, basically, if I'm not watching these shitty movies and trying to work on this podcast, uh, my free time is going to base, is basically come down to trying to get some game time in on the Xbox. Uh, D&D is another big one. I love D&D playing, uh, playing some tabletop games, whether it's, whether it's D&D or like, other like, like adult D&D, like Betrayal House on Hill or Dead of Winter. Last Friday. Last Friday. Like, like games like, you know, that or Cards Against Humanity. Uh, trying to do something like that. Uh, I don't get a chance to go to a whole lot of movies anymore. I, so, I mean, I'll see the big ones here and there, like any Marvel movie, DC or Star Wars movie. I make sure to see those. But after that genre, like I can't, I, I can't basically have to w- I wait for him to come out. So, so you're not gonna see the gentleman, the new guy, Richie. It does movie, look good, but yeah. like, I like, oh, that's, but I can, that's like, I can watch that on DVD. I can yeah. stream it when it comes out. It's not one I need to see on the big screens. Pay and I'm paying forty, fifty dollars for a trip to the movie theater. Right. Um, other pastimes, I used to do a lot more theater and stuff, but I, again, that's run. It's been hard to do. Um, so yeah, basically right now it's working on this podcast and 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 just trying to get game time and gaming is, is really the only thing I have time for other than spending time with my little girl. Um, yeah, man, new that's, baby. That's that's, that's, that's that's on my list right there. New baby. Yeah. I got a new baby. So all my time is kind of dedicated to new baby and you know, I'll find, I'll find ways to get around it. But I also, I'm on softball league at work, you know, so I still try and play a little bit of sports. I used to play a lot more sports when I was younger. Like, yeah. uh, you know, I used to skateboard for years. You know, that you used to yeah. film us. Yeah. yeah I didn't so, skate, but I'd go with you guys. And film. Yeah. But I was, you know, I would do, I play basketball. Uh, I used to play hockey all the time. Uh, I golf was another one we did. Um, so yeah. Uh, but I mean, but you used to get me, we, we played this. It's funny. My girl the other day was like, man, cause I was sitting there playing, um, uh, state of decay too. I was going back mm-hmm. and playing that. And she's like, it's another zombie game. She's like, "Better ever having left for dead." I'm like, "You know, I'm we like, used to play the shit." And out that's of that. what she's like. You and Aaron would play that for hours. Like it, you guys were obsessed with for like that game. Two years. Yeah, like we would just. It was insane how much we played. We got really good at it. We got so good at it. We could almost do a blind for like, okay, here we go. We could. Right. Yeah, we, Top left on your left. Yeah, yeah. Like, here we go. We had yeah. no science, but but also I like uh, I love going to restaurants. I love going out to eat. I love different restaurants. I like different places to have a drink. I love going like uh, I like having Saturday sessions. You know, going out. I don't like to go out drinking during night because I'm older. I like to wake up around noon and go out to about six and get hammered. <laughs> come home, order a pizza, and fall asleep. <laughs> that's that's what I like to do. And like day drinking is fantastic. Love day drinking. Yeah, so uh, I'm a big fan. That's another, I guess, if you want to call it a hobby, pastime drinking. Because when you're, yeah, an old fart with kids now, drinking is yeah, great. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I don't get the time 
to go out to the restaurants like I'd like to, like because uh, my girl's work her hours yeah, are crazy. Yeah, she works like sixty hours a week. So, yeah. um, but then you got to take you got the kid, kid as well. Yeah, and I, yeah. my kid's older, so I, now she's into gymnastics and she just started dance. So I'm taking her to those. Yeah. And but day drinking, going out and drinking when we get a chance is, is also definitely yeah. a lot of you know. But yeah, other crap I used to do. I used to play rugby. Uh, I was a very short lived pro wrestler. Uh, yeah, so it's just kind of wrestling. fun stuff. I like I love being able, like. We haven't done it lately, but I would love. I was a big supporter of like the local indie yeah. wrestling mm-hmm. companies. Like I would love going to indie wrestling shows, and you know, get in for like ten bucks. MECW baby, and they have like the cheapest beer, and you just get drunk and have a good night watching. Overall, pretty shitty wrestling, but just have fun with it. Every once in a while, there'd be a match. You're like, wow, that was actually pretty good. Yeah, every now yeah. and then, but it's fun. Like there's one night, Aaron and I went. They were selling beers for a dollar, a dollar. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? A dollar fuck yeah we're getting hammered like we're we would come back with like this trays full of beers for a dollar like yeah they were like eight ounce beers they yeah. weren't full they beers were but, full, they were... but a dollar yeah like, fuck yeah i'll drink yeah here's so, 20 bucks keep them coming yeah, like, pretty Jesus much right was that the one i won the raffle at yes <laughs> they had a raffle and like all these people come to these shows so often so they don't know who i am no. and i'm wearing like an andre the giant t-shirt i'm getting like dirty looks from old ladies it's like i don't like that andre you know <laughs> <laughs> and i won the raffle i won like their 50 50 and i wanted i wanted it's so bad to just be like, you know what? I don't even need this money. <laughs> you people are just so pathetic, just waiting for your time. They cut a heel promo <laughs> after he won. Throw it in the air. <laughs> but I didn't throw it in the air. And there, what, that, what was it? That I show kept, was hilarious. I, I kept my seventy dollars. <laughs> seventy-five, I think. Yeah. It was. Uh, but there was that's just the old lady speaking was is real because I remember there was this crazy sassy old lady who was like. Die hard wrestling fan. She sat in front row. Giving double she, birds. She was flipping off refs and she would get in the heel's face and she was into it. Yes. I, I, this lady is amazing. I used to sit there. Most of I'm drinking my dollar beers and I'm watching her more than I'm watching the people <laughs> in the ring because she was fantastic. Wow. wow was she an inter- She was just a sight to see. All right. Um, all right. Uh, let's go back to uh, uh, Noah Aguirre. He's a, he's a Patreon guy. We know him. Um, do you guys believe in any conspiracy theories? No. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it depends on what you call conspiracy yeah, theories. Yeah, like, like, not saying I believe, in, but do you Bigfoot aliens are those conspiracy theories or those? I mean, I, I it depends because some people could loop aliens could be lumped in there when you talk about Area Fifty One and is government Elvis covers. still alive? No. Is Tupac still alive? No. You know that kind of stuff. No, I don't. I I really was nine eleven an inside job. No. no. Yeah, I have a hard time buying into conspiracies. The closest thing I would say to a conspiracy theory I believe in is my organized religion and the Bible. <laughs> I do. I love it. I love it. I, I I didn't actually mean I would believe in that. No, I know, but I believe that's a conspiracy theory. Yeah, I do not believe in it, but I uh, yeah, I it's don't conspiracy know. to help control the masses yeah. and to keep you know build some money out of them that killed you, yeah. the ancient Catholic Church. Yeah, I, yeah. So I don't think there are any conspiracy theories off the top of my head that I can really sit here and think of that I believe in, or that you know like. JFK, there's you know the second shooter and this stuff. I I don't know about it. Out of all the like you know cryptozoology types that that I would say Bigfoot is probably the most likely. Yeah, or the most the most likely. There's probably there probably was or maybe still is a great ape that is very tall and bipedal and you know lives and looks very you know menacing. And there's been documentation across the world of you know large great ape type creatures. Yeah, I mean every every, I, I will say. 
uh, region of the world has this like right. Bigfoot story, or, uh, and the dragon, you know, the dra- like uh, yeah. and that's the thing. It's like, I mean, I but like you would dragon. see, you'd see like dragons in Japanese, ancient Japanese culture, yeah, and ancient like you know. Uh, Northern European cultures, you know, through England and all throughout Scandinavia, also have fucking dragons that look very similar. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure it's like serpents or, you know, other... Giant, just like, large yeah. sea creatures that they had, didn't have the ability or scientific right, work to right. discover or really study or know anything about. But it's just, it's always fun. But yeah, and like yeah. Bigfoot, then you have the abominable snowman, the Yeti, which are basically the mm-hmm. same thing. And mm-hmm. um, Yeah, I, don't, I would think Bigfoot... I don't know about Loch Ness because it's isolated no. in a lake, but... If any of them were, I'd say Bigfoot, yeah, would definitely have to be the most, have the highest chance of being real. Yeah. But I think even nowadays, it'd be so hard because with all, like, the drones and the satellite image, like, everything they have, like, for anything not to be seen or discovered Something that big. big it's not like big. a moth. Like, it, it's it, not like a small primate. No, yeah, no. Yeah. Or something that lives in the deep bottom of the ocean where things black and you can't see shit. And who knows what's down there? But, um... So you're telling me the Jersey Devil is not real? Yeah, I don't. Like, I don't buy the Jersey <laughs> Devil. Like, and if Bigfoot was real, I would say it would be. It would probably be living somewhere more like the Amazon, not like Seattle, like uh, back behind a Starbucks or something like that in the Seattle forest. You know what? One conspiracy theory I am kind of like, at least kind of like, I'm not completely checked out on, is uh, JFK. You know, like because Lee Harvey Oswald did he act alone? I don't know. And because as soon as he got arrested, he got killed. <laughs> you know, by just guy who has no one to know, no one knows a teamster by the name of Jack Ruby, you know, who shot him as he was being escorted. Why would you escort this guy without like in public without body armor or anything like that? And he sh- it's like, there's a lot of weird I think shit. Now they, they probably do put body armor now because of that. There's but... a lot of weird shit around that one there. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not deep into it, but I'm definitely like, what, what's your take on like the whole ancient aliens thing? That's a whole show. Like, I don't really fuck buy that. Yeah. I'm care. not really yeah. big. I don't, I don't, I'm not into that one either. Um, so, all right, so there you go. Um, let's move on to uh, they're coming to get you, Barbara. I like that. Um, <laughs> do you agree with horror movie reboots and remakes, or feel they should be more original content in the upcoming decade? That's a really good question. That's a very good question because we've been getting a lot of reboot stuff, like the new Child's Play, for example. Yeah, kind of crappy. Not that good. I mean, I'm I like Mark Hamill's voice, but not that great. Pet Cemetery. <laughs> another remake that was just or you know reboot that's just not nearly as good as the original um you know it's all about trying to get original content and i think that's one of the reasons i like indies so much it's because often they'll at least try to do something original yeah well but i mean another one that's another ones have been original for me that i'm very happy about was uh hereditary midsummer um, or Midsommar, however you want to say it. Um, and uh, The Autopsy of Jane Doe, The Witch, or The Vitch, if you no, want to say that. Have you actually seen all those? Yeah. Okay. Because I won't lie, I have seen none of those yet. Oh, wow. I've heard of them all, and I've heard like people say, talk shit about The Witch, and I've heard them talk about Autopsy of Jane Doe being bad. I've heard, but like, I, again, time wise, like I said, just trying to, I spent too much time watching the shitty movies for this yeah, show. I, know, I don't I have know, time to watch the I good know. ones. Hereditary is pretty good. And I've, Mids- heard, I've, heard mixed mo- I've heard great things about Midsommar. Uh, but it's, I've heard Reggie like some people love it. Other people think it sucks. Like, it's, it's, distur- it's, it's got sl- some disturbing. It's, it's got some disturbing and... imagery. It's not boring. I mean, it's got some distim- disturbing imagery yeah. in it. Um, but, uh, I won't spoil it for you, but it's it's, yeah. it's worth a watch. If they're all on my list to get to eventually, it's just. Uh, but as far out as... of all of them, I would say the most fun. I think the one I kind of was like, wow, that was a good. You know, it didn't give me like weird feelings and you know i'm just like i don't watch you know was uh the autopsy of jane doe that one was a great horror movie i was very happy with and again original content 
I'm so much more into that. Okay. Give me something new. Well, here's my thought. Like, I agree. I think remakes are... I, I'm not a big fan of them all the time. Very rarely does a remake come along that actually, like, oh, that's great, or it's on the level of the original. Um, this might be an unpopular opinion, but I think the Friday 13th, 2009 remake, I thought that one held up as its own. I, I agree. I enjoyed that one. I, I wish they would have made sequels of that. I wish they would that would have started a whole new Friday 13th timeline. Like, yeah. that was, I yeah. enjoyed that movie, and that could have brought really modernized Jason more. And then I thought that would have been great. It's, it's his legal limbo is the problem. Yeah. It's, it's in this crazy legal. I mean, J- Cincinnati Jeff from uh, here comes the spooky knows all about like, there's oh, yeah. all kinds of legal. That's why we haven't had any. And the end why the game is yeah. falling apart yeah. and all. But, um, but then other remakes, like you said, like, you know, pet cemetery and technique, I won't say, I'm not gonna say it's a remake. Cause, but in my mind it is because well, even though the original was a mini series on TV back in the eighties, was not a movie, so is it really a remake or not? I don't know. But like, and or like, you know, the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street wasn't that great. And like, no, really. and mm. the Child's Play one, I haven't seen it, but I heard bad things about it. And I think people shit too hard on the remake of Nightmare on Elm but Street. That's what's that's one thing about horror movies, like things like you get like remakes of horror movies or remakes of uh, or our, like what's called various genre specific films is the fact that they have such a die hard, die hard fan, film, base. fan base that everybody loves the originals and that's why it built up the fan base. So when they remake it they're and they fidget or you, uh, with you, something that's so beloved, if you get 60% people, of the people like it, you did good. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be, it's very hard to, to remake something that's so beloved already. Cause everybody's going to be like, no, it's not as good as original or they're not going to like, cause it's not this or, Oh, this new Elm Street sucked Cause it's not, it wasn't Robert England and Wes Craven. It was something else. And this one's and like, so there's always, it's really hard to walk that line and do some remakes. I think get an unfair judgment because of that. Yes. But I think that's just, that's the boat they're in. Yeah. Um, I don't think remakes are great. I, I would like to see more original content, but again, let's say, but also it's horror in 2020. Now, like there's not much more original, Things that I think you can do with horror. I don't think that's true. I think there's definitely original things. I think I think we're actually in a pretty good place in horror movies right now. Well, I, I mean, think like, we are. It's hard to say because we do a shitty uh, horror movie yeah, podcast. I mean, uh, uh, you'd make an original slash, but it's still a slasher. It's always compared to oh it's, no, it's, it's trying to be Friday Thirteenth. But so a slasher is a slasher is a slasher, but. A well, slasher like, well, like, can ter- be really good. Yeah, like Terrifier is a like a great sla- like a new you know slasher, a new slasher film. You know, have you seen that one? Okay, yeah. No. Okay, Marshall shaking his head. <laughs> I, I've been, I'm very honest about yeah. that. I don't. Yeah. Um, Which again is a it's it wasn't the best, but it was good enough that I, I was like, all right, it's a good slasher. It was a good. Yes, they're not they're not breaking and they're not they're not embarking. There's, no, there's not there's no really new groundbreaking way. And, and a while ago, about but, ten years ago, they tried to re- groundbreak when when we saw like the the switch from. The slasher R-rated horror movie to the paranormal activity PG PG thirteen uh. uh, ghost and paranormal <laughs> shit that came out uh. and that that flooded the market yeah. all those and 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 the supernatural stuff and those I thought were terrible I never liked them um, and then there's you know the 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 torture porn horror movie the shock horror movie it, hostile, hostile the saw the saw sequels and all yeah. those um so it's like at a time those were original but now they're not anymore and then 
you know, and then the purge was the very first purge was cool. That was, I considered a horror movie. That was cool. That was intense. That was fun. Now all the sequels became more just weird action, action movies. They're not horror anymore. Um, so trying, I think the cameo, but Aaron, did you make a good point? Indie, even though most indies, a lot of indie horror movies are slashers. Cause that's, that's the bread and butter of the horror genre. Let's be honest. And, I still love the slasher. Whether yeah. they're good or bad, I love the slasher movie. Yeah, That's, you should watch Terrifier. That just, you know, so I don't know. I just, I'd rather see more. You know what? We should do Terrifier. I thought about it. I just need yeah. to do it. But people say it's good. So I'm like, well, it doesn't fit here. It, 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 that's still debatable. Yeah, I'll, I'll need to see it. <laughs> I, it's on my list. Um, but yeah, I just, it's just, uh, it's I like really to see like more original content. It is, but, but even if it's like just more slashers, fine. Like, you, as long as it's a, not another sequel to, you know, another like Paranormal Activity ten or or you know some bullshit, like, I'd rather see a whole new slasher franchise. It doesn't have to be a franchise. Give me a one and done. I'm fine with it. Here's a question: What do you think of the Halloween other alternative uh, storyline that's happening right now? Yeah, like Halloween Kills is coming out. Yeah, and then how? Ho- yeah. Hall- and then Michael dies or something. Yeah. Like, Halloween final, dies. Halloween dies. Yeah. yeah, and that's coming out this October. I think that Halloween, tw- you know, Halloween 18. Tw- tw- 2018 was fantastic. Yeah. Um. Again, I enjoyed it. That's another interesting thing about horror movies and, and some movies like where they're reimagining timelines now. I like that. I, I I think that's great. I th- I'm all for it. It's it's like. I don't know. I have mixed emotions. Like I, I, I like. I kind of like the fact that uh, how Michael came back and it did it right. And like I love. Like okay, great. This is what Michael is supposed to be because I love Michael Myers. He's my favorite. But he in the last years, so he fell behind. Jason's kind of overtaken him. But, um, but at the same time, like to go back and and say, you know what? Everything that happened in in four, five, H two O and eight, it, bullshit. That never happened. Now this is what happened. As like, can he really? It's almost like cheating in a way. It, it kind of is, but they do it all the time in comic books. You know, they have Old Man Logan. Yeah. They had you know Days of Future Past. They've had all kinds of different stuff for like comic books. They but do it all the books, time. Kind of rely. So it, it, comic books to me are like that's almost for borderline science fiction. In science fiction you get away with that shit because you can make shit. I don't know, but like, but just alternate timelines. I like. I like it. I personally like it. I think I'd like it better if it say you know if this was like the like back to comics Marvel had the what if series well here is an alternate timeline what if this happened so maybe if Halloween was like what if four or five six what if what was it like Halloween what if and that would make cool it's, it's not to say that those are bullshit and they never happen it's, it's just to, like, it's just you just kind of pick which one you want I did to follow kind of, I did the one thing I didn't really like about Halloween 2018 is that they did get rid of the events of number two number two. Like I get that kind of want to get away from the whole brother sister relationship. I get that, but number two, to my opinion, to this day, is still one of the all time best sequels ever. Really, I loved number two. Like I thought number two was good. Like it started better than three and five and six and eight. Um, so I thought two was a pretty good sequel, and I thought you know I didn't think it needed to be skipped completely. Like maybe I don't know. I if I don't know. I, I don't think they should completely erase it, but I. I I, I don't think two is the best or great sequel. I think the first one was better. The first one um, is better. I'm not yeah. saying it was better than one. But I it's said- it's the one thing that really grinds my gears <laughs> about uh, um, number two is that you have Laurie, who's had this traumatic experience, who's a you know Jamie Lee Curtis, who's a great actress. You know, number one, she fucking nailed it. 
and she's like like mute the whole time just like in like a stupor yeah you know a medicated stupor so you have one of your most powerful tools one of your best actresses just you know not but saying isn't that, anything. A, isn't that a, a creator acting chops that she can still be great and while playing this doped up meth up person not meth up it's, but it's it's a, it's a fucking slide at john carpenter who <laughs> who didn't want to do the sequel yeah who did not want to do the sequel who they offered him a buttload of money he goes okay and he locked himself in a room with a bucket bottle of jack daniels yeah. and hammered out number two and he's like there take it <laughs> <laughs> um good question yeah we got to move on we are moving on all right, some of these I'm just kind of, I'm not, I'm skipping. I'm, they're all going to get answered, but I'm, I'm kind of skipping around right now to try to just. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, well, here's a more lighthearted one from Pluto Loco. Do the carpets match the drapes? Do you know who Pluto Loco is? No, I don't. Pluto Loco is uh, our friend Mike Carpenter. Oh, all right. <laughs> He's a childhood friend who grew up right down the street in Marshall. We've been yeah. buddies with him since you were in junior high, high school, uh, yeah. Seventh, eighth grade, yeah. Long time, so thanks for Didn't listening. realize that was him. Yeah, Mike listens. He's talking about a few things. So how are you doing, Mike? Uh, uh, so uh, for me, no, they don't. The carpets <laughs> don't match the drapes, and I'll tell you why. I have gray hair. I have gray fucking hair. Uh, guess where my gray hair stops? Right at my fucking tits. <laughs> right at my nipple line. I, I'm gray all the way down my chest here. The top is gray. And then all of a sudden, it's like a line gets drawn across my chest. <laughs> and everything from my nips down is is like young man brown. <laughs> Once I find a gray pube, it's over. <laughs> but yeah. right now, it's weird. It's like, I'm not kidding, dude. You see, it's like. I've seen it. I've seen it, yeah. It's really weird. It almost looks like I'm wearing a like a bikini because on my tits I'm a hairy guy yeah. on my boobs on my my pecs pardon me on my fucking manly chest I have this weird brown patch it almost looks like I'm wearing a bikini like a strapless bikini a brown hair so um, no they don't um do my this is an you're, you're, odd one because my hair has changed from just like your Aaron's has gone gray. My when I was a young young kid, fire engine red, I had fire engine red hair, red hair. Like my daughter has bright red hair. Yeah, but now it is more dirty blonde, yeah, to brownish. Brownie. Yeah, yeah, light yeah. brown, dark blonde. In certain lights, you can see some red. I, mean, but, I have some yeah. gray coming in on the sides, but uh, so the top of my hair, no. But when I when I grew in a goatee and a beard, that came in bright, bright fucking red, fire engine red, yeah. fire engine red. So. In that case, my pubes aren't, they're not really red either. They, they're, I you, guess. You don't I, have fire crotch. I am. You have like smoldering crotch. Yeah. <laughs> smoldering amber like it's, crotch. It's very, very light. It's not blonde, but it's not brown. It's not red. It's just, it's just very, almost a neutral like it's I don't know it's weird I, I don't know beige pubes beige like they're, they're, I, that's a if I had to describe say I guess they fall into the red category but they're really not that red they're just very almost absent of color but Our, they're not gray I don't anyway, want I don't want to talk about yeah, pubes anymore yeah let's move on <laughs> so there you go Mike <laughs> thanks a lot Pluto loco all right um all right back to oh next one also from Milo Pantone uh top Four favorite horror movies ever and top four favorite non-horror movies. It's too tough. Yeah, it's, that's a it's tough one. too tough. So I, again, I'm, I know it's like, you're, you're probably going to mention one. I'm going to be like, Oh, you know, it's just, it's too tough. So what I wrote down was Halloween, 
Um, Friday Thirteenth Part Seven. I know a lot of people are gonna say, "What the fuck are you talking about?" But that's the that was the one that introduced me to the genre when I was a kid. So I'm gonna have to say number seven. Um, the Thing, and one of them that I really have been enjoying a whole lot lately. That I'm just like I'm gonna put in my favorites is um, Return of the Living Dead. Just it's do you want a party? <laughs> and just the, the the wackiness, the fun, the humor. There's good gore. It's 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 a good one. So yeah, those are the four that I came up with on top of my head. And I'm sure if I go back and write it later tonight, I'm gonna come up with four different ones. Yeah. Um. Say so, uh, top off top of my head, I don't know if I can come up. I was Halloween the original. Um. I'm gonna say the uh, the. The Descent, I love that one. Yeah, you. I know you've always. I, mean, I still haven't seen that. I think that's a really good one. Uh, two more, geez. Um, you know what? I, this might be a cop-out answer, but I, I've loved this movie since we just and it just saw. I just now got introduced to it by throwing other, but Intruder. Oh wow! That movie was fucking awesome. Like the gore effects are, are some of the best I've ever seen. The unofficial Sam Raimi. Movie, yeah, like yeah. that one. I love that. Um. And then, man, uh, don't overthink it. Yeah, I'm trying not. I'm just trying to think of what I'll probably throw in a, a Friday the 13th movie, whether it's three, five, four, or seven. Mm, yeah. Uh, I say the same thing. I, I love it because uh, I love that Jason with the, the that look, and I love the craziness of the telepathic Carrie S. Carrie S. showing out the end yeah. was great. But when we, it, it something that dawned on me, I didn't realize it as a kid growing up, but when we did it as a watch line, it, made, it really lowered in my book was finding out that how edited oh, it was. Like the it. Kill, when looking back, like the kills suck because you barely see anything because it was so edited. Butchered. Yeah. So mm. in that part, it, t- it lowers it down. But yeah, yeah so, was, uh, some Friday and Friday 13th. Movie so favorite non horror movies. Um, That's going to be so fucking again, hard. Again, it's, it's pretty easy. I didn't, again, I'm not overthinking shit. Yeah. Shaun of the Dead. You know, yeah. Some people might say it's a horror movie, but I'm, it's more of a comedy. That's a comedy. Yeah, it's a horror com- I mean, That's comedy. That's like saying horror. Twilight's yeah. a horror movie just because exactly. it's vampires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sin City, fucking love, love, love. Oh, yeah, you did love. love you that went movie. as a uh, Mickey Rourke's character for Halloween. Marv. Marv yeah, yeah, yeah. I was all bandaged up. I painted my 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 girl. My wife is a, it was been a makeup artist, and she's really good at makeup. And she like made me gray yeah. and like kind of angular features. And I put like band aids and bandages all over my face. I remember like, you borrowed my, my leather trench coat. Yeah, and I had and- the. But when you got when I got it back for you, it was covered. The inside was just gray. covered in gray paint. I'm like, motherfucker! <laughs> you couldn't give it back to me clean. And here it is, it's just gray paint like all on the inside. Like, fuck! <laughs> and I was lifting at the time, so I was a little more beefy. And I was like, yeah. And people were like, damn, that looks great. I looked, I looked fucking awesome. But uh, yeah, uh, Big Trip in Little China. Yeah, um, great one. And uh, Glory. That's one that kind of really? popped up. Yes fucking love glory i'm a fan wow. of history and just the story of the 54th infantry it was all black soldiers during the civil war who got you know they were just assigned to do like slaughtered medi- they were assigned to do medial tasks at first but they're like no we're fucking soldiers we want to fight they fought a few battles they were very good but then they basically said they it was basically like hey there's this uh you know fort on south on the beach of south carolina that no one can take who wants it? And yeah. they were they volunteered. Yeah, they didn't get forced to do it. They're just like, we'll do it. Yeah, you know, they, because we want to. Yeah. And they that, did. I know it was the same because I remember watching that movie, and that was a good movie. But yeah, I remember crying. That was one that makes. That me was cry. the very first movie I cried at, and I still cry like a fucking baby. I'm getting teary at talking about it. Um, Great movie. All right, for me, um, I did horror. So favorite non horror movies. Jesus Christ. Uh, goddamn. Um, 
I'm any really any Star Wars movie. I'm not gonna say like the first trilogy and even the last three. I like to like so Star Wars just in general just boom Star Wars. You're done. a Star Wars nut, yeah. yeah. Um, Picture of Little China is so good too, but um, Goonies is probably gonna be up there. I love Goonies. Yeah, that's going. Um. I think it was something I've watched a lot recently, or some. Well, I don't want to come from the A's. Like I could, like, like I said, uh, Big Little China should be in there. Top Gun could be in there. <laughs> Top Gun. Um, but then I could also go with like some Top of the Gun. Mar- I love Top Gun, <laughs> okay. kid man. Right. Never Ending Story was also on top, but not my. Um, some of the Marvel movies, man, have been amazing. Fantastic. Like, absolutely yeah. fantastic. Captain America 2 is one of the best action movies. Like, just, that's so like a, good. That is just almost like a perfect action movie. Yeah, so I that's, totally that's agree. That's a great yeah. fucking movie. That is great. George St. Pierre's in it. Yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> um, Debbie Does Dallas 2, I think, has got to be one of my all-time favorites. It's got, I mean, it's underrated. Classic. Classic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah so that's about yeah, it. I mean, yeah. that's too many. Yeah. It's way too many to, to go on that. It's a tough one, Milo. Yeah, that's that, a tough that's, one. That's a tough one. All right, so um, Cincinnati Jeff from Here, Here Comes the Spooky. Here Comes the Spooky! Um, <laughs> what is, it's kind of piggybacked on this. What is your favorite non-horror movie genre, and what are your top five movies in that genre? So we'll, we'll cut out the last half of that. Yeah. Because we kind of, I just named a bunch of them off. Um. But do you have a genre like a- comedy? I mean, honestly, when it comes down to it, I'm a ham. You know, I like a good comedy. I like something that makes me laugh. That's why I like some of these uh, horror, like a lot of these indies that have a lot of element of humor to it. You know, I love those. Yeah. You know, I love that shit. So you know, I I love movies like uh, Spaceballs. I already mentioned it, Shaun the Dead. One that's a little newer. Uh, well, not newer, newer. It's about ten years old now. And I think about it. Forty-year-old uh, virgin. Yeah. God damn, that was funny. Well, at the time, you know, that was a yeah, when that I came can, out. That was hilarious. I can still watch that movie and enjoy it thoroughly. Anchorman. Yeah. I mean, that's a fucking funny movie. You know, that. So those are the types of movies I like. Uh, it's more comedies. Don't get me wrong. I love action movies, and there's there. There was a time when, actually, right when we started doing the podcast, I was deep, balls deep in action movies. And I was like, we're going to do a horror movie podcast? Okay, well, maybe action. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was like, okay, I get it. Because we used to watch so much horror movies. Yeah. But yeah, it, yeah. No, so that's 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 me. Um, yeah, for me, I think I'm, I'm going to have to... I don't know... I don't know if this is a genre or not, but if it is, I'm, I'm making it a genre. It's my answer. I'm saying geek culture movies and i'm saying that like i look like star i'm not saying sci-fi because i'm not i don't like i wasn't a big star trek fan. so you're talking marvel Mar- star wars if if, dc yeah anything that uh, yeah star wars mm. movies i go i love them except well don't get me started the first the the, the one episodes one two and three i have issues everybody does number but, three is not horrible not horrible but the original trilogy and this this last trilogy like star wars for me is might as well be its own genre, um, but also like the Marvel movies, superhero movies. I've I have eaten those up and just come back for more every time. Um, so, but comedies. I mean, comedies are always great. Like, um, I love comedy. But but so action. I mean, Star Wars and Marvel they fall in actors action. So you could fall into the action. Not a, not a lot of comedy in Star Wars though. No more comedy in Marvel. There are, there's movies. more yeah, comedy in Marvel. Humor, yeah. like, uh, the comedy you get in Star Wars comes from like the droids, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. R2D and BB. You know what Star Wars movie I have watched a lot of and that I fucking loved was Rogue One. 
Jesus Christ! I watched one. the shit out of that. I watched a it sad like one. four times. It's a good, but it's a sad one. The, 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 everybody fuck. Everybody. Yeah, every, dies. Everybody dies. Everybody dies. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a good one. Um, yeah. So yeah. So I don't know if that's a job, but those like right now, those are my goals. If I'm not watching you. horror, it's like Marvel movies and Star Wars for me, man. DC's stuff. I, yeah. I still DC's way behind, but I still watch because I still love sure. the superheroes and Congress I grew up Dude, with. Dude, so I, I watched watch Aquaman, them. and like I'm just like going cross-eyed as I'm watching. I'm like, Ugh. Aquaman was actually one of the better ones. <laughs> it's not, but it was so long and weird, and yeah. like, Ugh. but Shazam. Fucking loved it. Shazam was surprising. I thought that was, one I, was, I thought that was the one I was going to hate the most. Actually, like, not that bad. Except for the ending. I hated the last, like, 10, 15 minutes of it when everybody became Shazam. Yeah, it's fine. Hated that, but the rest of it, like, all right, cool. Plus, I love the fact that fucking The Rock is going to be Black Adam in the next I, one. I, the Rock is That is, that is pretty fucking awesome. fucking awesome, dude. I thought it was cute when everyone got superpowers. Oh, I hated it. I, I mean, I know in the comics, I, like I know they're Frankie, mm-hmm. I think Frank are the blue one and, and Mary. There are, there are I other those. I know those two. I remember yes. those as a kid, but but like, come on. in the not It shouldn't happen in the first fucking movie. I mean, they're like, that's too much. Yeah. But whatever. There you go. Um, all right, I'm going to come back because we have, uh, I have a, Butt tone here. We're gonna do a like, kind of a, a fast fire. Yeah, we gotta have to pick him up a little bit. Yeah. We're going long. All right, hold on. Yeah, so hold on a second, guys. All right, we're back, guys. Sorry about that. I had to take it. I had to step away from the mic for a second. All right, so the, I'm gonna we're gonna try to do these. Because you had to piss. All right. Well, yeah, I was gonna try to keep the. Yes, I had to pee. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So these these next like twenty five, we're gonna try to do rapid fire. Yeah. Yeah. Try these real quick. These are all from Noah Greery. Um, Thank you, First Noah. one. Have you guys had the chicken sandwich from Popeye? Well, I already talked about it from uh, earlier, so yes, I have. Aaron? No, I have not. All right. Favorite liquor? Oh, um, vodka and whiskey. Now, if you put a gun to my... I, I love them both. If you put a gun to my head I had to choose one, I would have to choose vodka because it's more versatile. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, me, I'm going with scotch and uh, bourbon, which I guess you could all say whiskey, but bourbon. Yeah, they're not all bourbons their... whiskey, not all whiskey is bourbon. Right, so they're, they're cut from the same cloth. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, favorite genres of music from favorite from favorite to least favorite. Okay, so I wrote this down: uh, rock and rock. I'm being very broad with the term rock. That's yeah. including heavy metal. That's including you know like indie stuff. I'm just being very broad. I'm painting with a broad brush with all of these genres. Uh, rock. Hip hop, R and B, disco, classical, folk, pop, country, pop country. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see, there's too many like genres for me to think. I should have written that one down. All right, uh, for me, top, I'm gonna go with rock too. Mm-hmm. All, like, I would say the same too. Rock, heavy metal, all that stuff is gonna be in there. Broad brush, all, yeah. Broad brush because I love heavy metal and like stuff like Disturbed, and but also like Green Day and other things. Yeah. Just, um, <laughs> then I will go with hip hop. <laughs> I have to be specific because I want to say a genre for me is because it's, I guess they do because oldies has become a genre. I'm going to say 80s and 90s, oldies. 80s, 90s, and early 2000s hip hop. Well, no, I'm saying rock, then 80s, 90s music, and then hip hop from the 90s, early 2000s. Like, I don't like a lot of the newer stuff because I'm very specific, but I like, like my Wu Tang Clan, my mm-hmm. Beastie Boys. Uh, some DMX, uh, Run DMC. Your gangstar. Uh, my gangs. I was a big gangstar fan. Yeah. The alcoholics. Alcoholics. Yeah. Yes. Um, 
flatliners, <laughs> grave diggers. Grave diggers. Yeah. yeah. So um, that stuff. Um, uh, and then uh, now do pop. Uh, then I guess I'll do uh, Scottish folk music followed <laughs> by fair enough. Um, Mexican vuvuzuela music, and then, I didn't know that was a genre because uh, those are completely unrelated. <laughs> I know, it's, I know. That's why it's so crazy. You know, it's so. I weird. know. Who would have thought? Uh, and then, then, then underneath that, I find I think I have listening to mimes chant. Uh, so figure that one out. Um, and then uh, Tibetan monks, and then I probably wait out then then country. <laughs> uh, and then maybe, and then I think right b- 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 between the Tibetan monk chant and the country, I think I would have to put in. Trance and house music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. You no, know, so, I forgot about that EDM. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, um, will you guys ever do the format you guys have now for regular horror movies? Okay. So basically, the spinoff show with good movies. Um, eh, I don't no, know. Probably not. We, probably not. We've always talked about doing spinoff shows and doing a second show, but honestly, yeah, we, just, we talked about doing like an indie that's just like just covering indies. Yeah, just covering you know, because indie we don't want to. Sh- we do indies sometimes. We don't want to shit on indies. We love the support. fact that people are out there doing it and trying it and making yeah. movies. And it's very cool. Like we shit. I feel really bad. I still want to say I'm, re- I'm almost sorry for shitting so hard on Campground the Requill, which was a Roman Jossar directed written movie. And I love him in as an actor. But man, that movie just I got pretty drunk and I went yeah. to town on it. We got some hate text. hate like a lot of. I almost want to apologize for that. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> you tried, you did it, you 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 fucking made a movie. Good for you, man. I just went a little hard in the paint on that one. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I'm gonna say, we'll say right. I'm not. I'm not gonna say never close door because you never want to do that. But I'm gonna say right now, no probably plans. not. No, no plans. plans. Um, all right. Which matters more, violence or sexuality in a horror movie? Violence that is sexy. <laughs> sexy violence. No violence that is sexy. Oh. Oh. <laughs> So you're yeah. you're for more sexy violence. I'm for violent <laughs> sexy. Like, Tastes great. Less, Less filling. filling. Yeah. Um, um. And in all in all honesty, it, it it the reason we're watching the movie is we want to see someone get fucking ripped apart. You know. Yeah. I like, say I, I hate to say the violence you don't want to promote, but I yeah the gore or but it's at the end of the day. If you don't have that, it's not a horror movie. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, you're just might as well be watching like a softcore Playboy sure. movie or something yeah, yeah. like that. So it, I'm going to say you have to have some kind of violence that, that even classifies a horror movie. Yeah. Uh, and I just watched one movie the other day that had like almost a zero sexuality in it or, at all. And it was actually pretty, it was pretty good. Sure. Oh, no, it was Intruder. We were watching yeah. Intruder. There's like no tits in that one. Nothing. There's like one makeout scene. And like, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. There's like yeah. no sexuality in that one. I'm with you. All right, so uh, number six. Will Aaron ha- ever have to do a solo show for leaving Marshall stranded like that? I love this question. Okay. Um, this was no, in reference. And I'm glad you asked that. This is in reference to happy birthday to me. Yes. Or no, no, no. Um, Happy death day. Yes. Happy, happy death day. Happy death day. Wasn't that it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, happy death day. That was different because <sighs> holiday season, I missed <laughs> one. Then we had to come back, and I was going to miss it again because the weather was fucking horrible. You remember. The weather was bad. I sold over the roads. I couldn't make it. I'm like, hey, man, I don't think you're like, no, it's cool. I'll just try and do it on my own. If I have to do one on my own, fine. I'll do it. You know what? <laughs> I did interview Dave Dyer all by myself. That's that's like 20-minute interview. That's not a full episode. That was 40 minutes, baby. That's not an hour and a half of you sitting here in a room talking, trying to carry out make a whole episode I, funny because you had another person you were true. talking that's to. That's true. That's true. So... And it was, yes, you had, you missed the holiday episode. Then the following week 
was bad weather. And I didn't do it. So like I was good. No, because you was a third week. Because I was like, I can't push this off anymore. I have to do it. And you still didn't come. Something happened. Something. And I'm like, it was something. Fuck, I have to do this because I can't go three weeks without putting. It was up bad weather. It was because he even so, said so in the episode. He said like it's it's. No, it's, I said that to cover your ass. Oh bullshit. No, was, I covered your ass on that one because I didn't I didn't want to leave you. I wasn't gonna string you up. I was like. Aaron's there because he's fucking laser. He didn't want to come. He had some buried. Oh, you might have been hung over. You might be hung over. I said, dude, I'm too hung over. I can't make it today. So I was like, okay, well, the weather's got him. I think that was it because you canceled me before because you've been hung over. There have been a few. <laughs> Just a few, not many. As Marshall pops a beer. Yes. He's not an innocent angel. He's here. He, he doesn't have to drive 30 minutes. So... True, yeah. <laughs> but I've also never been so hungover I, I couldn't do this show. Then you don't drink enough. <laughs> Fair but enough. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't I know. Don't, maybe someday I'll make yeah. Aaron do a solo show, but I I, I don't know. Um, all right, question seven. Will you guys ever be able to get Hall of Famer Ron Jeremy on the show? God damn it. You know, we. I hope so. We. I want to get him on so badly. And sort of, we kind of loosely have a connection to him. Sort of, but it's not like we're buddy-buddy with the guy, but we interviewed... Uh, the director of Bloody Blade Bible Camp, Vito Tribuco, who he, we might be able to contact him and he can, might maybe get us in touch with the right people somewhere down the line. Maybe. Also, I also need to get the money to afford the technology we need to actually record a over the phone interview. And, and make it like, and you make can it get stuff good. cheap, you know, but to make it like real, real, real clear. So, so clear, again, you know. You, got, you know, if you want to uh, support the show and help us get... Join our Patreon. Join our Patreon to help us get equipment <laughs> like that so we can bring you that kind of content. Join our Patreon page. We'd oh, love that. Um, so, your guys' opinion on the age to start showing horror movies to kids. Well, this is interesting because I do... Yeah, uh, I don't know. There's my answer because I... There are the uh, eyes like, oh, we watched them. I was five, six years old when I saw my first Friday the 13th. Like... Yeah, well, do I want my fire six year old? Exactly. Like, I, exactly. I was all, so, like, I don't know. This is what I wrote for classic horror movies. We're talking like your PGs, you know, your your your, your, your MGM or Universal Studio Black and right, White. Right, right. You know, it's just you're getting their feet wet, and and there can be even some more modern ones that kind of fit the bill. I can't think of any off the top of my head right now, but oh, any of the I would say in the Goosebumps movies, they're designed sure, for younger yeah. audiences. So five to ten years old, you know. And again, it's all kid specific. There could be like I remember I watched a horror movie when I was five. I was like watch Dracula. I fucking loved it. You know, other five-year-olds might not like it or be, may not be mature enough to even sit down and watch. So I'm saying five to ten for that. But then for some more spooky shit, something that's a little more, you know, intense, I'm going to say ten to fifteen. And again, it's child-specific. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, you got to – it's just – every child is different. Every kid can ha- – you got to know what your kid can handle emotionally and, and, and realistically. Are they mature enough to understand what they're seeing and can they handle it? I – when I – one reason why it's making it, it's harder for me to get these movies watched and get my notes done do it is because of my kid who's old enough now where she's three. I, I don't watch any of these movies in front of her. Like I right. still don't like, I have to find time where she's either with my, with my parents, like grand grandparents mm-hmm. are watching her or somebody else is watching her so I can step aside and do this. Cause I don't like, I don't even play like Friday the 13th, the video game in front of her anymore True. because of the kills and brutal. So, um, and she's three. So, She's a lot more intuitive. Now, yeah, and she's know. starting to pick up on see things. And, you know, yeah. I played. I was, you know, I, I, I was playing Stay of the Cake. I was saying that, and she sees the zombie. And she's like, "Monsters, monsters!" When she sees the big juggernaut zombie, I'm like, "Okay, she's picking up on this." Mm-hmm. Um, so, I it's kid specific. It's kid specific, yeah. but I would say responsibly. I would say at least thirteen, mm-hmm. at least, but yeah. such for like the stuff with the really bad gore sure. and, and, the, and the nudity and the sex. And even then, you have to. I would. It would. 
maybe even older. I don't know. But that's my stuff, nice old fogey stuff coming out of guess. <laughs> All right. Um, fr- nine. Franchises ranked. Well, that's a – what are we calling a franchise? Are we talking uh, three movies or more? Are we talking like – I'd say three movies or Are we more. Talk, because there's there's more. There's so many fucking franchises out there. Like we can't rank them all. I would say uh, for me, Friday number one, Nightmare number two. Um, how, you know what? I'm gonna take it back. Friday number one, Halloween number two, Nightmare number three. Um, I'm gonna say probably Child's Play number four, Texas number five. And then I know there's your, you know, your Victor Crowley's and some other ones, and I might be forgetting one the time. That's 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 my ranking. Uh, Hellraiser, I'm gonna say that's below Child's. You know, it's it's before Texas. Yeah. So Friday, Halloween, Nightmare, Child's Play, Hellraiser, um, Texas. Okay, because I mean we could. We're not, we're we're gonna say I will say we're not cutting doing all the franchises. I'm not gonna even include um uh, all the full moon like Puppet Master, Ginger yeah. Dead Man, Final Destination, all those. Yeah, so because this is off the top of our head. Yeah, if we sat down and hammered it out, it might yeah. be different. Like we should have, but no, we're well. It's um, but there's so many. Yeah. I, I can't. So uh, I'm gonna go Friday as well. Years ago I was mm-hmm. at Halloween, but it's Friday. Maybe these new ones that are coming out will kind of help push yeah, it back yeah. up. But right now, as it stands, that's the one. That's that's the one that boosted me up because 2018 Halloween 2018 boosted it up over Nightmare yeah, for me. Yeah, um, Friday Halloween. Uh, now this is where it gets interesting because, um, Nightmare on Elm Street is in Texas. And, ha- and I'm gonna say the Hatchet franchise. I've really enjoyed the Hatchet franchise. I'm agreeing. I thought those have been a lot of fun. Um, but I just think, I guess, historical reference. I, the top three is I'm gonna go Friday, Halloween, Nightmare, and then I think I'm gonna go Pork Chop. Ah, yeah, that's three, baby. That's good. <laughs> There's, yeah, if you count pork, uh, pig girl, that's four. So, like, uh, pork it, chop. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I'll go. Then I'm probably gonna go Hatchet. Um, watch Child's Play. I haven't seen enough of the original Child's Play. They did to stand out. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Those were. I don't, I was, I, Hellraiser's got to be at the bottom. And if we're throwing franchises and paranormal activities, franchise that's at all at the bottom. That's a nice shitter. Yeah. Um, Child's Play. Um, so yeah, Friday, Halloween, Nightmare. Uh, I think I'm gonna do probably then Hatchet. Pork Chop, and then I'm probably going to do um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Child's Play, Hellraiser, and uh, Paranormal Activity. Those will be from top to bottom. There we go. Yep. All right, number 10. Your uh, your guys' opinion on porn now versus the 80s. Okay. Oh, uh, now. it's We're in the golden age. Are you kidding me? Porn is amazing right now. Amazing. You can watch anything. Well, I don't know if that's a good thing, though. Oh, it's good. (laughs) What do you think I did? Why do you think I was a little late? Yeah. (laughs) Actually, I was on time today. Actually, you were. Um, you know, but that's, I don't know. There was something charming about 80s porn. Like, especially when, when, when we were kids growing up, when we, that's the first one we saw was the 80s. Like, oh, 80s porn. Trading tapes, stuff Trade, like yeah, that. The yeah, old trading mm-hmm. the old VHSs mm-hmm. and watching those. Because that's what you had to do with porn. It's like you couldn't. And those had, and that was the day when they still had a story and you could like, you had to, you know. 
You can watch that. a storyline and, you know, and shit. Some sex included. I want to see them titties flop and I want to see now, the you're big just ass. Like the you just want to see the scene after scene after scene. You just want to see, Now it's just like... Yeah, you know... It, it's, it's, porn has shifted to become basically what's American society is like instant gratification. We don't want the story anymore. Just give us the banging and let's move on. Yeah, you know my favorite... Nobody wants to sit through the storylines anymore. My favorite searches on Pornhub? Compilation. <laughs> just give me a little bit of everything. <laughs> Give it to me all. Um, yeah, I'm going to say... I, I always feel a little weird when they slip gay dudes in there. Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think there was something charming about this porn from the same as the, the, the stars were definitely almost like actual stars at the time. Peter North. Peter North, Ron mm-hmm. Jeremy, John... John Holmes. I almost said John Hughes. Well, I don't uh, remember the guys. <laughs> uh, but I mean, but like, uh, they, they were Linda Lovelace. But... Uh, yeah, porn now is it's just so much easier, so much just on hand. Just so are we disagreeing? There. I'm split, but I, I'm no. I'm saying there's something. No, I think I'm gonna say probably now, just before the ease of access, you can get it. It's you get you want. If you, you want to watch that stuff, you can still find it, baby. Honestly, it's not as easy. I've looked for some of the '80s stuff. I remember this. Like, oh, I wonder what. It, I can't find it anymore. Really? Yeah, because it's hard. Because like I said, everything's chopped up into just scenes now. So if you want to see like um, you Indiana wanna... Joan or or. Uh, <laughs> Or candy stripers, or little girl blue, or these like, or taboo, or deep throat. You can't. It's hard to find those whole. That you might find uh, like sex scene three from that, but you're not going to see the whole movie anymore. It's really hard to see those. But I'll say overall, now just for convenience sake, now. Um, all right. Um, have you guys ever heard of the YouTube channel named Good Bad or Bad Bad? Um, no. no, I have not. But I'm assuming it's pacing what we do. Or something. Yeah, I want to check them out. Those motherfuckers. Yeah, I'm guessing. I I wonder if we were here first. Uh, Probably not. (laughs) I don't know, but probably not. Been around for five years, man. Yeah, almost. YouTube's been around a lot longer. Uh, But but who knows? Uh, When you guys get, um, when when you guys get on, we remember us day one fans. Of course, of course, remember our fans. We don't have a whole lot, so of course we're gonna remember you guys. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Um, worst jobs you guys held down. Worst jobs. Okay. Aaron's clapping his hands. He's ready for this one. So go ahead. Telemarketing. Telemarketing. <laughs> I lasted one day. I lasted one day. I guess it's like that's a bad one to like kind of reference. But yeah, that was that was the worst job I think I ever had. Um, I did also uh, work in a cafeteria yes. at uh, my my college. I remember that uh, during college. You know, I had to, they had this like work program with your student loans where you can get. You know, you only got paid like four bucks an hour, but then you'd get like five bucks tacked off of your student loans if you did it. But I could not stand working in that fucking cafeteria and, you know, just with these I, – I feel really bad, but no, no, <laughs> no, I, cu- I couldn't do it. And one of my best friends did it all the time. But he, he like, ran the register, you know, like, did the register. He checked out people and people were like, oh, hey, what's up, Justin? How's it going, man? He'd, like, well, check that, people that's out. Front, that's front of house. Stuff. I was that, back that, of the house. I'm yeah. the motherfucking stirring soup yeah. and, like, pouring chili. Yeah. The front house is yeah. where it's at on that. Um, oh, I also worked at Bread Company, uh, or which is uh, to to non St. Louis people Panera. So I, I worked at Panera. That, oh, that was okay. a very a very short two months uh, in, right before I left for uh, Bangkok. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't remember that one. Uh, my two worst jobs. Uh, I too worked in my college's cafeteria for one day. Uh, same with you, Aaron. Backline hated it, hated it, hated it. Um, and so much it wasn't because of, like. It was weird because, like, I thought to be more of, like, kids I knew back there. Like, all the colleges working there. No, it was, like, me and, like, a bunch of, like, shitty townies. Yes. And I yes. went to a small, small, yes. small town. It was, like, these horrible towns. I'm, like, 
whole and like and some of them were tiny like kids like like 16 18 yeah. year old kids i'm like meth i'm like you guys are terrible yes i am not getting no i did it one day and i was done and the only other job i did one day i worked at a carpet store like this old like it was i think it was called m&m carpet um and it was like this little strip mall carpet store it was dirty like it's not even open anymore but it was a shithole but it was uh it you know it was a job i don't remember this yeah one day uh i went there i remember i spent the whole day all i did was like measure some carpet out cut some carpet and then just really didn't do anything i i walked out in the middle of my shift because my boss was passed out asleep in his office with the tv on and i was like this motherfucker <laughs> i'm out here doing this bullshit he's sleeping like fuck you. I just walked out and never came. Back. Never even collected my money from them. I Damn. just I just left and never never get back. That's so there pretty you go. funny. Um, all right. So uh, have you guys been recognized on a street from the podcast? No, I I don't think that will ever happen. In a weird way, I was. I uh, went to the Haunt, uh, which is a bar in St. Louis, which is a horror themed bar. Yes. I uh, went to the Haunt and I just. I walk in and someone goes, hey, you're the guy from Horrible Horror. I'm like, holy shit. Now, yes, of course, I had like a Horrible Horror hoodie on or something like that. <laughs> but uh, he recognized him. He's like, hey, man, you're from Horrible Horror. I'm like, yeah. He goes, oh, I'm from, con- like, I was at the contamination. So he kind of, re- we, we went to that contamination. Okay. So he recognized well, me. Oh, so you have yeah. So that's so cool. I have felt, not. <laughs> but it was, you know. From the, it was good, from though, the con. But it, it felt good. Yes. <laughs> because the people I was with were like, oh, look at him. Yeah. He, he, his podcast is bigger than he thinks. Okay, all right. Well, yeah. maybe maybe it is something. I would love that to happen <laughs> to you, but it, it has not happened yet. It has not happened yet. Um, Oz, depending on Disney+. Plus. Uh, right, I'll say right now, real easy, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I, it I, it's only going to get better from here, I think. So but far, I like More it. shows yeah, and yeah. more more original content. Mandalorian's pretty cool. Mandalorian's yeah. awesome. I love the fact I can watch every Marvel movie. My I can watch every Disney movie for my kid. Um. The old, almost, I don't watch, almost. I've been going back and watching the old, the awesome old X Men cartoon from the nineties. I've been watching, like fuck yeah. So yeah, Disney Plus, I'm good. Uh, will you guys be getting HBO now? Got he, it. He, Aaron already has it. I probably will not because I just don't have the extra money for every streaming service under the sun, and HBO is expensive. Uh, favorite childhood memory? Oh God, sex and baseball. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm sorry, man. I'm going to cap out. I, there's too many to choose Go, from. Going to baseball games with my dad and uh, seeing boobs on TV and having sex at 15. Yeah, so, yeah. first time you have sex, of yeah. course. That's a great one. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, is, I, is that childhood? Does that, don't, am I like, yeah, when, when is childhood technically the end? Yeah, Are we talking yeah. like 18 when if you I'm, officially if become I'm, If I'm like, 15, or? am I still a child? Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, by law we are, but like, yeah, I don't know. Um, okay, favorite horror movie soundtrack. Okay, uh, now if it's an original score... I like yeah, Halloween scores and soundtracks. Halloween and Halloween 2018. Fucking fantastic. So good. John Carpenter wrote all that shit and does it. He still does it. Goes on tour. They're so good. It's kind of like, um, I don't know what you'd call it. Shit. I forgot the genre. It's not new age. It's not fucking. Anyway. Anyway, it's fucking awesome. I yeah. love that shit. I love it. I, I think John Carpenter's scores are always excellent. They're so moody and weird and good. Um, now, as far as like actual soundtracks and music, uh, I'm probably going to lean again towards uh, Return of the Living Dead, you know, just kind of like that 80s metal and punk, you know, stuff. Uh, yeah, that was that was my favorite. Um, I can't even call, re- recall anything, like nothing as far as music, like soundtrack music-wise sticks out, so I'm like, eh, I don't know, nothing. Sounds, but again, if I'm going score, yeah, I got to go John Carver, Halloween, and, and Halloween 2018. Uh, those have just, everything about them is eerie. They, they still the test of time. They're iconic. Uh, second runner up would be uh, probably the 
uh, Sean Cunningham. I think is it, no, he's a producer. Uh, Henry Man, Henry Manfredi, Henry Manfredi, or whatever the guy who did Mancini. The, no, it's Manfredi or something. Mm. Not Mancini, but anyway, the, uh, the Jason stuff, Friday Thirteenth. Yeah. you know, they, there's some really good stuff in there mm. too. Um, so look, there you go. Um, all right, when did Aaron stop watching wrestling? Two thousand five ish, two thousand four ish. No, 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 that, you're right. We were yeah. still going to shows. You're at that right, time. right. Two thousand six, Oh, really? I think at least you, you know better than I do. Well, from what I get, my guess is it was before at least... CM Punk was a thing. Like he was around, but he wasn't a big thing yet. Okay, he wasn't the before big... CM Punk was a big thing. Whenever that was. Okay, because I think the very last wrestling DVD I bought was a Jericho like retrospective. You know, like a you know this is Jericho breaking the walls. You know, I, I bought that and it had like a Royal Rumble where CM Punk was on it. You okay, know. Uh, so we'll say at least ten years. Um. Opinion on the current state of wrestling, Marshall. Okay, this is for me. Um, Don't go long in the tooth, baby. I'm mixed. Uh, women's wrestling, I think, is great. I love watching where it's going. Uh, it, it's come so far. It's I've I've enjoyed watching more women's wrestling than the men lately. Uh, I love NXT. It's become one of my favorite things in the world. I enjoy that more than Raw and SmackDown. I haven't watched Raw and SmackDown. I've been probably like a month now, but I watch NXT every week. Um, I think, I don't know. I think it's it's still good. I mean, it's it's. I think it's probably better than it's ever been as far as popularity goes, which surprises me because it's been around forever. It seems I keep thinking sooner or later, it's be, how does it keep getting better? Like it becoming more popular. There's there's peaks it's and valleys, ways, but it's like it's been peaks and valleys since the fifties. Um, I mean, Vince McMahon will always be. You're gonna love, love him, or hate him. him he, but he's genius. iconic. He's, he's a, a genius in yeah. what he's did, but at the same time, he also holds things back because it is mm-hmm. whether it's his ego or just his what his vision is. But I think when Triple H, like if you look at what Triple H does with NXT, I think it's a lot. There's really good signs of what's to come. But also, just wrestling in general, AEW is a good competitor. They've got great, I you know, yeah, talent. I, I've only watched like the first two or three episodes of that, so I haven't stayed up with it to really. But they've got a f- good but, following, and also yes. Ring of Honor. I mean, you Ring got of Honor's good, good, yeah, good other. I wish you know, I say one thing. I wish there was more of, and I understand why it's harder to do, and I see why there's less and less of it. But I wish there was more indie wrestling. I hate seeing the small local shows companies fall apart and go under because I love indie wrestling. Like even now, it's, it's hard to call it indie wrestling now, but like Shimmer, uh, women's athletes, Shimmer was is awesome. But like, I don't know if that's considered really. I guess it's still indie because it's not WWE or AEW. But they've gotten so big. But like brands like that, like I love like the low. So I don't know. I think wrestling's fine. I think it's continue to grow. It's still enjoyable. I still watch it. There you go. Um, Will there be a sequel to this podcast with your children taking over the reins? Yes. Holy fuck, that would be amazing. Everly and Olivia. Everly and Olivia, uh, from a women's perspective, taking this over in like 18, 18 20 years. years. Holy fuck, if that happened, that would be amazing. That's pretty funny. Uh, That's pretty funny. When is Erin Shaw doing? Well, it's already here. She's here. She's already here. She came early. She was due February 5th, but we had the emergency Uh, C-section. Have have you and your wife picked our name yet? Yes, you have. Have you know the sex yet? Yes, you do. It's a girl. And favorite food? Pizza. No. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say pizza for me. No, honestly, it's a... a, a Pizza and steak. Bone-in ribeye cooked medium rare. With a little bit of butter, just a drizzle of butter, salt and pepper on it. Oh my God! Give me a loaded baked potato next to it with a fucking <laughs> Guinness. That's my that's my meal. With a followed by a hot fudge sundae. Oh, with no nuts. That is my death row meal. I'm gonna say my death row meal. Pizza, probably from Dewey's or uh, 
Papa Vito's here in town. Those are amazing pizzas. Also, Jefferson's double dipped wings. Those are really good. Those blow me away. Okay, we got so they, they they do something. They wreak havoc on your tummy sometimes. Yes, they do sometimes. Sometimes. Um, all right, <laughs> back to the, got to that uh, quick round of fire. So moving back. Okay. Um, Horror goon, right? Inquiring mind wants to know: Do you go? Do you boys wipe from front to back or back to front? Do you prefer to crumple your toilet paper during the process, or do you fold your toilet paper? I'm typically more of a. I'm a folder for sure. I'm a folder, and I go back to front. But at times, I do switch it up and go front to back. I do a little bit of back and forth. I I'm a folder. I alternate. I go. I, As do I. I go I, front to back and back to front. I go back and forth like windshield wipers, <laughs> and I, just back and forth, and I get it all up, and then I. I use I, I coming in with what I call my 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 Jason Isringhausens, if you will. My closers are the wet wipes. Now so, here's so a, my my Chris Carpenters, my Adam Wainwrights are the folded paper. They 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 take care of most of the game. Uh, but then the, I bring in the, you know to close out the game. I get my wet wipes, my Jason Isringhausens to come in and mop up the last. So of it. when I'm at home, because I like Aaron that. and I, Aaron and I both have, suffer from the. Uh, the shag carpet effect. Yeah, the, yeah. The, Peanut butter and a shag we, we carpet. We have very ha- hairy asses. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I gotta go. I, I close out the wet wipes. So when I'm at home, yes, you know I have the bidet now. I know. I'm so jealous of your bidet. I'm I just, so it, jealous. It just blasts my asshole, and I'm good to go. You know, I, I just clean it. it up, and I'm I'm fine. But when I'm out, when I'm in public, and I take a shit, and I don't have wet wipes on me. You ever do the old Alabama wet wipe? Just I've spit on it. And, never done that. Yeah, it's disgusting, but boy, it works. I have never done just, that. Just spit, <laughs> just spit on the toilet paper. Ooh, it's gross. You feel a little weird, but you're clean. <laughs> you're a lot cleaner. Never done that. The old Alabama wet wipe. All right, so well, there you go. All right, from Brandon Schneider. Uh, my wife. Oh, my wife came with this one. So Brandon Schneider's wife. If you could replace any horror villain slash killer with Pee Wee Herman. And see what it would be like. Which movie slash franchise would you pick? That's a hilarious question. Leatherface and Pee Wee. <laughs> flip them around. I was like, ah! <laughs> just running around the chainsaw. I that that's just. I find that just a hilarious image. Oh my just, god, that's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know if I can top that. I that's, think that's, that's that's what I would do. Leatherface and Pee Wee. Yeah. Um, man, all those we like. They had Jason, Michael. No, that kind of boring. But I don't know, maybe. A pinhead peewee could be interesting. Oh, that'd be weird. Because you know how pinheads are pinhead. Sometimes peewee gets kind of low and talks yeah. like this. And pinhead like, peewee could just be... Just more subdued. But I just like the idea of him being... The change just like, leather. Just, just be like... Oh, 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 oh. Just, I can't do the peewee live anymore. Ah. Yeah. yeah, that's it. But yeah. this show, or like... Or, Chucky, like, would, would Pee Wee be like a miniature Pee Wee? Oh, like almost like his puppet version like of himself. A, or, or like a, a, a puppet master. Take out the puppet and just have puppet Pee Wees? There you go. You Puppet can have the whole Wee. gang from the playhouse <laughs> yeah. as part of the Puppet Master team. Fucking cherry. Zombie. The whole cast of people playing as the Puppet Master. There you go. That's a fun question. That's a fun one. All right. Uh, for, oh, Mr. Coffee Doug Jones sent one in. Um, what got you two into horror? Age, movie, titles, people that took you to see them, etc. So, okay, a background question. Uh, well, nobody ever took me to see horror. No, 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 I would say no one took me to see horror, but my mom introduced me to horror. She showed me the like on Halloween's. We would always watch like the original Dracula, original Frankenstein, original Mummy, the Universal movie Monsters, and then we even watched like night. Like when I got a little older, it was um, uh, Hell House. We watched, you know, which was still like PG thirteen, and a couple other like weird like seventies eighties ones. 
uh, you know, some sci- War of the Worlds, some other sci-fi ones that were also included. Uh, and that that's what really got me started with uh, horror was my mom kind of introducing me to it. Um, for me, age, like I said, my first experience was when I was a baby. Not a baby, but I was a young kid and uh, I had a babysitter over. She was downstairs watching a movie. I just like on HBO or Showtime at the time. And uh, I remember I snuck down the stairs and I was watching, she was watching Friday 13, three and it was near the end of the movie. And I remember watching like the last, I don't know, 20 minutes of that, uh, staying behind watching her. And I was that, I mean, that was like made a big impact on me. So, um, I mean, I was maybe somewhere between seven and 10 in that area. I don't know exactly, but somewhere in that range. Um, so, um, that, that guy. And then I remember, Halloween movies. Michael Myers actually, when I was a kid, scared the shit out of me. Like I was more scared of Michael Myers than I was of Jason for a long, long time. Um, but that obviously got over that. And I think that's one of the reasons that drew me to Michael more because I was more afraid of. I, I thought he was creepier. Uh, but yeah, I never had anybody. My parents never took me. Nobody ever took me to horror movies. I always went by my own. The only I, I'm quoting here, quote unquote, horror my my parents ever introduced me to was. Abbott and Kinsella versus Frankenstein. <laughs> that was it. So I, 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 so yeah, I never really had an introduction. It was just all me. And just I, I, I remember your it. love affair with Michael Myers, and I got a funny little story that I can tell. Um, Marshall used to have parties. <laughs> His parents would go out of town in high school and uh, early college. And I remember it was an early college party, and uh, there was this girl that I, I you know, was trying to. Trying to get my dick wet. <laughs> uh, and, you know, we would have these parties. And she came over to a couple of parties. And we messed around a few times. But I had her on the... I was smoking a cigarette. We were smoking weed or something. I don't remember exactly what we were doing. But we were on the we were on the, we were on the back porch. We were hanging out. And I was talking with her. I was kind of putting the moves on her. So she was sitting on this bench. And I'm kind of, like, kneeling in front of her. Like, rubbing her. Like, yeah. And she goes, uh, uh, what, what's that? And I look over. And there's fucking in coveralls. With a proper kitchen knife, a big ass kitchen knife, and the Michael Myers mask, and I'm just like, motherfucker, <laughs> you cock blocking son of a bitch, and I'm just like, Marshall, fucking cut it out. But he's just still, doesn't move, doesn't twitch, doesn't do anything. I'm like, Marshall, and she's like, uh, and I'm like, Marshall, cut it out, dude. And you just again, doesn't move, kind of does the head tilt just ever so slightly. And I'm just like, fuck. And I'm like, Marshall, cut it out. And I stand up, I take a f- couple steps towards him. Doesn't move, and I'm like, I started getting a little scared. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, fuck, this is uh, he's doing a great job because Marshall, if, if Marshall's a pretty big guy, so he like fills this out perfectly. He does it very well. So I'm just like, god damn, well you're like six one. Yeah. You know, at the time you're like two twenty, two fifty, two thirty, nah, two twenty. You know, you're you're a big you're a big boy, and I'm just like, Jesus Christ. You know, and I look back, and the girl is gone, and I'm just like, god damn it. I turn around, he takes off the head. He's like, ha ha. You bastard. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Um, <laughs> all right, moving on from uh, Jeff, Jeff uh, Bosniak. What was the toughest obstacle to putting together your podcast before recording the first episode? Um, getting equipment? Well, yeah, equipment. Uh, honestly, for me, the toughest obstacle was just getting Aaron to commit. I, I, I you just tr- get, sure. getting him yeah. to, to commit to doing it. Fair enough. Yeah, um, that was my we, biggest well, obstacle. We've, we've done it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, now, but yeah, but I'm saying, I was like, eh, trying to make sure he... To get him on board and try to make try to make make sure something he would have fun with as well. That was to me well, my the, biggest. I, I was like, I was gonna give it a good college try. Yeah, you know, and I was like, I'm gonna give it a good ten episodes, maybe twenty, and see how I feel about it. And my attitude still hasn't changed, but we're here at like almost two hundred. Yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, when it stops becoming fun, I'll stop. Yeah. You know. 
Um, from Cast North, what's your favorite decade for horror movies and music? 80s. Good question. Um, for me, horror movies for sure, 80s. I, horror, that's been just a cornucopia of wonderfulness. For me, horror movies also 80s. Um, recently, there's been some good ones, but 80s, there was so much good stuff. God damn, there's even a recent documentary about 80s horror movies. 80, um, for, uh, 80s for, I want to say big budget, but for, for anything that was basically remotely any kind of studio I get even stuff like Mutilator was an A, but that's still a studio. Piece. But even there was like good nowadays, canon ones and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. nowadays for indie movies now, because in mm, everybody, it's so much sure. easier for people to make movies. People can do it. And you get so right. much uh, crazy eighties or indies. But overall, eighties hands down for horror. Absolutely. Movies. I mean, yeah. it's so it's 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 gigantic. It's so good. Music. Me personally, I kind of like. Uh, 90s to mid 2000s is kind of like my favorite source music because it's like that covers everything from like you know like Metallica before they released Metallica Metallica you still had Injustice for All uh, and I would even go back Ride Lightning even though I know that's technically the 80s but um, you know you, you still have some good stuff um, and then that went into you know like the grunge and the stuff that goes very influential to me uh, BC Boys uh, hip hop, you know, all, all just, you know, hip hop really took hold. R and B really blew up, which is awesome. I like that too. Uh, all the way to the mid two thousands when I worked at a record store and I was yeah. just sitting like balls deep in music. I loved it. But once I left that music store, honestly, my 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 music taste has kind of withered on the vine. You know, I mean, I still hear some good things here and there, but yeah, it's that's that's my favorite music time. Uh, for me, music, yeah, I. I mean, it's a it, cop it out because it covers so much, but I love 80s music. There's so much there that I love. But yeah. same with you, like 90s to early, early 2000s, again, just because, like, like I mean, that's when we got Green Day, it, yeah. Beastie Boys. Everything was in their prime. Everything was coming. It was so great. And it's but like they, it, the, the hip hop there was better. Like, like the Wu Tang Clan was there. And like, that was still, but that was before they were even popular. Like, but even was, Snoop was great. And Dre was Dr. great. Dr. Dre yeah. was coming out. Uh, and, and even, even some even, like early DMX stuff I like. And know. at the time, I didn't nearly appreciate it enough. I actually never really listened to it much. But Tupac, I go back and listen to Tupac. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I get why everyone liked it. But at the time, I was like, fuck, who, fuck Tupac. I was the same way. Yeah, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, Tupac. Yeah. I mean, we were, but yeah, so I, yeah. I, that's, I mean, I'm not saying there's nothing good comes out now. But like, I mean, that was my, let's yeah, say, yeah. mid-80s to... Mid two thousand, so two decades, two decades. <laughs> but yeah, that's I don't know if that's a cop out or not, but that, that's our answer. Uh, from oh, from another pod, from the I hope you suffer podcast. Uh, what favorite horror movie uh, is considered? Do you get? Uh, wait, hold on. What do you generally horror- consider terrible? Is generally considered terrible. Okay, so one of our favorites that's generally considered so bad terrible. Is good, I don't know. Like- okay, so what movie do we really like that most people think is terrible? Okay, um, Terror Train. A muck train, I mean. A muck, a muck train. train. Yeah, a muck train. Yeah, a muck train. Um, Death Spa. Yes. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, that could that, go back to like Jesus favorite wacky Christ. scenes. Uh, humanoid, humanoids from the deep. Yeah. Uh, I still own that on Blu-ray, baby. I don't want to get rid of that. Terror Blood Fart Lake. <laughs> I hate yeah. to say it, but goddamn. Yes. But favorite. I mean, okay, a favorite. I... I don't know. Most like if you say our favorites, like I said, Halloween, they're all considered good. So, yeah, I'd say the favorite ones that we've done considered too. I would say a mock train, Terror Blood Fart Lake. Yeah. Um, Unrelated to the podcast, that may it may be more popular now, and I think it's in the horror community. It's like the the you know the cool kid on the block, uh, Halloween three. You know, I still think it's pretty damn good. Uh, I think it's pretty fun. Marshall is about to have a seizure here. He can't stop, but. 
moving on. <laughs> Just moving on. Uh, another from Jeff Bosniak. What movies that are considered terrible from other genres do you consider guilty pleasures? Okay. Um, Overboard with Kurt Russell and really? Goldie Hawn. Fucking love that movie. I don't know if considered terrible, but okay. Yeah, well, I, I don't like it. Okay, yeah. I get it. But you love Kurt Russell, so I get it. I but do. Yeah. I don't like I can't stand Goldie Hawn, so I hate it. Yeah. Uh, the Postman with with uh, Kevin, Costner? Kevin Costner. It's like a post apocalyptic really? yeah, where like, he basically reinvents the Pony Express. Yeah, he finds letters and he's like, hey, he, he's a vagabond in post apocalyptic world. He finds this old postman with some. He finds a dead postman's bag, and he like he's like, I'm the postman. I'm just delivering this letters, hoping he can get some food or something. And they're like, the government's back. What's going on? And he's like, yeah, the government's back. <laughs> yeah, you know, and Tom Petty's in it playing Tom Petty. You know, oh <laughs> like, yeah, it's- Kevin Costner went through like a whole weird apocalyptic phase because he did that in water world back to back like right there yeah uh another one punisher dolph lundgren dolph lundgren oh yeah that's a guilty pleasure one of mine oh my god yeah (laughs) (laughs) holy fuck love that movie (laughs) actually actually i was the other day i was talking about that i came i was like i think need to because i i made a mission to get like every Marvel movie and I forget fuck I have to go I have to go get Dolph Lundgren Punisher to complete my collection if I'm gonna like I gotta get it fuck okay. yeah dude um okay I don't know I don't know if this is considered terrible or not because people don't I mean the acting is always bad so you look, but Bloodsport like love that movie yeah, fucking love I mean, but I think one. but I don't know if that's considered terrible because but John VD can't act so I don't know um terrible I don't know. I, I I don't know. I'm gonna go Bloodsport. Yeah. I don't think it's terrible. I don't. I don't think other people think it's terrible, but I think it gets reamed a lot. In for the grand scheme of movies, because it's, the acting's terrible. And yeah. It's not great, but I'm gonna go Bloodsport. All right. Um. All right. Cincinnati Jeff writes. Oh no. Uh. We'll come back. Yeah. It's fight. Top five favorite horror movie kills. Holy fuck. God damn it, Cincinnati Jeff. That's almost impossible to answer. All right. It's just tough, but I'm. I, I wrote down some. Okay. Uh, Jason X, freeze the face, smash oh, on the curb. Harm, yes. Uh, new movie, The Intruder, they cut the face in half. Yes. You know, bit. That's a fucking saw. amazing. Yes. Um, Silent Night, Deadly Night, Leonardo Quigley getting impaled slowly on the stag's head. The that handlers. was really cool with their titties hanging out. That was, yeah. that was cool. One we haven't done, which you may not uh, be aware of, Tales from the Dark Side. Uh, which is an anthology. It's like every half hour they have a different one. And there's one where um, Buster Poindexter, who was the lead singer of the New York Dolls. Uh, if you, you may remember him from the movie Scrooged. He was the cab driver in the movie Scrooge, the ghost of Christmas past. Anyway, he's hired as a hitman by an old man to kill a cat. He's like, what the fuck? This cat's not going to... I'm going to kill this cat? He's like, this cat's evil. He's going to kill you. And at the end, it's fucking amazing. The cat jumps up, (laughs) climbs down his throat in this amazing display of, like, special effects. And also, it's silly animatronics. Uh, But then there's also the part where he climbs out of his body and he, like, bursts through with blood flying everywhere. It's fucking awesome. Uh, And then the last one, I kind of already talked about it, the massacre scene in Poultrygeist. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's multiple kills. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, It's just too much to handle. Uh, and uh, okay. I again, these are just off the top of my head. I'm right. Uh, uh, well, uh also, number Jason X and the, mm. the, the liquid 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 nitrogen, liquid, liquid, nit- nitrogen face smash. Yes. Uh, also, intruder saw cuts off the head. Yes, relative new. That's up there. Uh, next, I'm gonna go with um, um, uh, again, I'm not 
there's too many things, but these are all talking about. Uh, Jason goes to hell. The tent scene where he rips the, I, I think it was a machine. Stabs, stabs her, her and rips, rips her. Up, and ha- even though it's up. like old man black Jason. Yeah, it's yeah. old man, but that kill is amazing. So I'm going with that. Um, and then similar to that, I'm going knuckle bones. There's also a similar scene where they're having sex yes. around my counter and he comes in with like a spear thing, jams it like right in the guy's dick and then rips up through his dick, through the girl, splits the girl in half and kills two, both of them. That kill was awesome. Yeah. That one's up there. And then for a fun one, I'm going Terra Blood Fart Lake where, uh, God, what was his name? Cornelius, uh, Cassius, uh, the, the weird creepy guy gets shoved up Thunder Ambrosia's ass and then shit out and then she shits out bloody bones. So <laughs> I'm going with that one. That movie's awesome. Yeah, that movie is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there you go. All right, back. Uh, Brendan Schneider writes, if someone, if someone came up to each of you and asked you what five movies you say would best describe the horror genre, what would they be? Examples oh, could yeah. be best slasher, best sci-fi, best psychological, best classical. Best gore exploitation. God. Um, okay, well, I'm just going to stick with what he put there. Yeah. And I'm trying to find where Best that is. Best sci-fi horror? Uh, well, there's not a whole lot of sci-fi horror. So um, you probably have to go somewhere along like Alien or Aliens. That's exactly what I said. Um, yeah. Although, you could argue Jason X is sci-fi. <laughs> and at that point... I kind of enjoyed Jason X more than the Alien because it's fun. Like yeah. it's fucking fun and so awesome. I said Alien, Alien, not Aliens, because Alien. Aliens is more of a action movie. Alien is a horror movie in space. It really is. It's 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 you know a monster in space. It's creepy. It's atmospheric. It was well done. Forty years old now. Yeah. Um. Great. Still a great movie. Um. Best slasher. I'm gonna say Halloween because it it. I mean, it wasn't the very first slasher, but it it set the standard. It basically gave birth to the yeah. Genre. It wasn't the very first one, but it set the standard yeah. of what is a great and it's so atmospheric and so good and the score is amazing. I love it. Best psychological horror currently, I'm gonna say Hereditary. That one kind of was a mindfuck or Midsummer, but I'm gonna go Hereditary. That one was the one that was like Jesus fucking Christ. There was some weird shit in that one. Um, best classic horror. I'm a Dracula guy. I like Dracula. I was close with Frankenstein. Well, that's the thing. What are we considering classic? I mean, and, and that's a good it's question. Like, oh, classic. Friday the 13th is classic. Now, sure. Halloween could be classic. Yeah. So Absolutely. Like, are, are, are we talking black and white universal movie I'm going. Classic? I'm going back there because that's what I consider a classic. So I'm going to go with Dracula on that one. Uh, best glore exploitation, Dead Alive. My favorite fucking gory, crazy, Peter Jackson directed, yeah. insano gallons and gallons and gallons and gallons of blood. Just bonkers, crazy, dead alive. Um, yeah, for me, okay, slasher. Yeah, I'm probably ugh, Halloween or maybe. Yeah, fuck, I said Halloween. Sci-fi horror. It's got yeah, Alien or honestly, Jason X for me. I'm considering that sci-fi, and I love that movie. It's sure. so much fun. Psychological horror. Honestly, I don't have one of those. I I cannot think of anything off the top of my head that I consider a great psychological horror movie. I just that's my fault. I'm not. I don't have anything. Classic horror, yeah. I guess you kind of have to go with one of the Dracula movies, whether it's or, or it's the old uh, original Boris. Uh, was it Boris Karloff? No, it's Bela Lugosi. Bela, Bela Lugosi, thank you. Bela, Boris Karloff was Frankenstein. Uh, Frank or Dracula, or do you maybe like like a uh, Shadow Dracula, like maybe a Christopher Lee Dracula? Like, there's a lot of those. The Hammer films. The Hammer yeah, films yeah. had a lot of good Dracula ones. Um, Best gore exploitation. Although, I mean, Family Opera, I love that, but I don't know if that's considered sure. horror I, I, anymore. I'd throw I them in there. I don't Absolutely. know, but the, 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 more, the original, more 
Any more dramatic old or, um, you know. Lon Chaney. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah. One. The classic yeah, looking. Yeah. You know. um, best gore expert. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to argue with Dead Alive, man. The gore, that's insane. But I know it's not as much, but I, I keep going back. Intruder blew me away, man. Yeah. Some of those kills. Greg yeah. Nicotero threw out all the stuff. Sure. That, man. Great effects. But I mean, we're talking about exploitive gore. <coughs> Ex- well, yeah. expo- exploitation, exploitation is different. But yeah, yeah. by Dead Alive, I yeah. guess. It's I, so crazy. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a while, but God damn. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a long time, but yeah. I know that movie's just over the top with that. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, then we move on. Milo Pantone again. Uh, what horror movie has honestly disturbed you in your adult years? You know, a movie that made you feel weird or got stuck in your head for a few days. Um, Midsummer, uh, Hereditary, but one that we've done on the show, and oddly enough, I think it was kind of strange. Street Trash. <laughs> Street Trash was kind of stuck. It was like because it wasn't really a horror movie so much as it was just a fucking weird, weird, weird ass movie. Yeah. And there's that scene where the. The, the bums rape that woman and drag her away and kill her. I'm like, God damn, that's dark. And then you find the fat guy who owns the junkyard. He finds her dead body. He's like, yeah. I'm like, going to fuck her now, too. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. And like the, the king of the bums, Bronson, yeah. his whole thing. It's like this PTSD guy. It's like, there's some weird shit that made me feel like I need to take a shower. This. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so for me. I'm going to say, honestly, just recently, like just this last week, because I was trying to find a movie, the movie we're going to do next after this. And I was watching a movie and I still don't decide if we're going to do it on a show or not, but I, I might not do it because I don't think I could sit through it again. And it's a terrible movie, but it's called uh, Cannibal Ferox or Ferox. It's F-E-R-O-X. How are that's pronounced? Ferox, Ferox. I don't know how you, Cannibal Ferox. It's a movie from the 70s. Um, it's supposed to be the shocking movie. Like, oh, it's oh, shock the senses and blah, blah, blah. You know, kind of along the lines of Dr. Holocaust or, sure. or what that one we did, mm-hmm. zombie, Holo- zombie Holocaust. I'm sorry. Um, Dr. Uh, Butcher. Dr. Yeah. Butcher, mm-hmm. Zombie Holocaust. Yeah. Um, and the only reason I say that, it wasn't the, the cannibalistic kills at the end that finally. No, it was. This was a movie that was made pre organizations like PETA. Oh, do they kill animals they and stuff? They show you yeah. actual animals being killed. And yeah. it, that made me like. No, there's it's like a scene Cannibal that, Holocaust, the turtle scene. You know, that's a pretty classic, well-known one. It's, there, well, you know. there's one. There's another turtle scene. This one where it's like there. Well, there's one. One I hate snakes as it is, but there's a scene where they, I forget what kind of mammal it is, but they have it tied up to a stake as bait, and they had, they just show an uh, an anaconda come up, kill this thing and eat it, and they show it on screen like, no, I don't, like, don't, don't want to see that. that. Yeah, and then they show like the, like some like try like butchering a turtle. And an alligator, and like all these, they're just and they cutting the head off a turtle and ripping it apart. Eat like, I don't need to see that. That's yeah. That's not horror to me. That's yeah. That's shock. I give it. That disturbs me because I I'm a softie for animals. I mm. love animals, and I literally like close my eyes. Like I put my hand. Like I will turn. I turned away from screen. Like, I don't want to watch this. Yeah, yeah. This is sick. But give me a girl like gutty ripping out some girl's intestines and and, and you know splitting her hair. She get. I'll watch it all day. Like we're sure. fucking sick, but because we know that's yes, fake and yes. it's unfun. This was real. Yeah. They really just had that was just to kill them. Yeah. Like, like we're yeah. gonna murder these animals on film for just for for entertainment. Yeah. That made me sick. Yeah. So that uh, so that one right there. That's probably, and probably why we will never do that movie on the show because it, it's I want that I cannot support that ever. All right. So Mark uh, Giedemann. Giedemann, thank you. Out of all the foreign horror, which country gives you the biggest thrills? Bonus, who is the catcher? Okay, we'll, we'll come back to that one in a second. Uh, for, which 
favorite foreign movies? You know, it's going to be the Hammer films for me. The British Hammer films. Uh, those are the ones that really got me, like, got me excited about Dracula again. Christopher Lee fucking nailed it. Um, did a great job. Peter Cushing did really good. Even when, uh, you know, Peter Cushing was Dr. Frankenstein also in the Frankenstein movies. I watched a lot of those. Uh, they were fucking great. Um, you know, I know Mark, I know Mark and he's, he's, you know, he's very influenced by Japanese horror and Japanese stuff. I never really watched too much Japanese stuff. I know, I know like Ringu and the grudge was originally from, you know, Japanese horror. I'm not a huge fan of that. You know, it's just, just, I'm, I, I like it. I appreciate it for what it is, but meh, I don't know if that's what he's going towards, but foreign, it's the British uh, Hammer films. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. This goes back when we talk about genres like in four, like, like Japanese really kind of were the forefront, like when they all came over and that the Japanese horror invasion, like, again, that was like the PG 13 paranormal, like, yeah, like the, the ring, yeah. the grudge, all paranormal those, activity, and, which well, influenced, before, yeah. yeah. Like, and those were great movies. Like, they were freaky mm-hmm. and scary yeah. at the time. I would give them that, but I was like, eh. But I hated the fact that like everything that they kind of started this whole movement. I don't know, but I will say the the original Ring and the original Grudge. Um, well, I can't say the original because I never saw the actual Japanese versions, but the the American versions. I give it respect for what they because they were creepy, they were scary, they freaked people out, so that you get your thrills from there. But those are the only two I can say I, I know of Japanese. Yeah. So otherwise. We've seen a lot of British independent movies. And there's the Italian uh, the, cannibal, the, you know, zombies. But, but just know. the Italian. The, uh, even the, the, the Gilad, like, Giallo movies. Yeah, but even know. just Italian horror alone, like Dario Argento and mm. uh, uh, the Flucci. F- Flucci. Yeah. Like, they're more slash. I'm, I'm, I th- apparently Flucci, I'm saying Flucci, it wrong. Flucci, yeah, who knows? I know Because I've been saying Felucci forever, and I'm listening to other podcasts, and they're saying Felucci. Fel- I, I must be mispronounced. We know who we're talking about. I always said Felucci, yeah, too. Yeah. Um, but anyway... Uh, they there's been some fun good ones yeah, coming that have been like absolutely. more slashers that, that have been good that I've enjoyed. Not that I say I've seen all of them. Yeah, uh, Canada, zombie. You know, Canada's yeah. throwing out some really good. <laughs> I don't know. If they're, I mean, technically, it's not American, so is that yeah. foreign? Canada's got some good horror movies, especially in the indies. Like we've had some luck there, but so I'll probably say Canada as where as that is, and maybe Italy. I probably I think have the most have come out. All right. Uh, Oh, and the second part of the question is, who is the catcher and the pitcher of the podcast? You know what I mean. Well, I will take that one. Obviously, I am the pitcher, and Aaron is the catcher on the podcast. Um, outside of the podcast, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Probably the other way around on that one. <laughs> but when it comes to podcasts, I'm definitely the pitcher. He's the catcher. Fair enough. Um, uh, Brandon Schneider, if you could take one of the movies you've received – you reviewed and you erased it from existence for being so horrible. Which one would you pick? Good God, that's a lot. There's a lot. Um, off the top of my head, Lake Fear Three, No Mercy are probably the top two. I would think. Right yeah. There. I don't. I mean, there's probably some others, but No Mercy and Lake Fear Three are probably the two worst. I'm gonna have to agree with and that. And maybe Death House, just because that was the biggest disappointment in the world. Actually. Seeds Revenge. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Um, uh, Brandon Schneider again. Oh, he's got like one, two, three. He's got four in a row. Okay. Uh, got another quick question here. Do you prefer older horror movies or new ones, like from the 60s and 80s or 90s to present? Um, I don't like the 60s and 70s stuff. There's a lot weird, some weird shit in there. Uh, again, 80s, definitely the 80s. So I guess I go older then. I, 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 just anything in the 80s right now, I'm all on board with. Unless it's like in, newer stuff has got to be indie because a lot of the modern, newer horrors are all big budget stuff that hasn't been too great. The big blockbuster studio stuff. But so. Indies for modern, but older for bigger stuff. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Um, 
Also, do you prefer older mo- good movies or newer good movies? I don't know. A good movie is a good movie. It doesn't matter where. It's, if it's a good movie, it's a good movie. You know, so I, I, I don't think I don't break it down by that. Um, another one from Brandon Schneider's wife. If you could be best friends with any horror character, killers, and of such, which who would it be? Which would it be? Favorite? If you could be friends with somebody. Uh, I think it'd be Dracula because he's probably not going to be as horny for me or, you know, like, <laughs> like just not really, he's more, you know, seductive. And if I could be, if it's true buddies, like we're just like, Hey, we're hanging out, you know, like I'm not worried about him killing me. Yeah. He's got a cool place. He's got like interesting stuff. He's got classical stuff. You know, he's got wealth accumulated. Yeah. Uh, that'd be the type of guy I want to hang out with. Yeah. I, I think it's, I definitely, yeah, probably have to go with Dracula too. I mean, I just, I, for time's sake, I would say Dracula cause you're right. I mean, he's been, he's, Eternal, he you know he's got some he's racked up some serious wealth. He's got a castle, you know. Guy's gonna be loaded. He's always got hot girls around him. I mean, think about that. He's always got like his harem and yeah. he's hook you up with that. Yeah, he's, if he's buddy buddy, he's not gonna. Okay, um, but, hold on a second. Okay, uh, next from Brandon Schneider too. If you had the budget to make your own horror movie, what would the storyline be like, and what genre of horror would it be? Well, funny thing, because Aaron, a while ago, we, he talked about making a horror movie called uh, Chess, Chess Club, Club Massacre. Massacre. Yeah. So, so, honestly, I would definitely make a slasher. Yeah. That's going to be the most fun and easy to make. Yeah. Chess Club Massacre St. Louis is the Chess Club Hall of Fame. Yes, it here, is. Of the world. We're talking world yes. Chess Club Hall of Fame. Like, it's it's the world Chess Hall of Fame. Um, so, you know, you have this, if you had an online group of people playing chess and they decided to come to St. Louis, my hometown, and, you know, do a, you know, you could have, like, all these people who play online together, do a tour, but someone's a you know someone's uh, a little ousted and they could be the red herring and you could have great kills and you can still feature parts of st louis that would be the what i would do yeah i thought about taking an up an, an, uh, up a notch and uh play make it more goofy more like terror blood fart lake ask just because we're, mm-hmm. we're not because we're not gonna make anything good so you might as yeah. well make it fun yeah. fun and 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 it'd be still a chest club but it would be chest club and all the, it would be nothing but book some hot big titty girls <laughs> who play chess and the killer would be like, you make the killer like chess thing, like you call him like the rook or something, not like the knight or maybe the bishop or something, but not like the black knight. That's too obvious. But um, and like every time he'd kill somebody, he'd like maybe leave a chess piece or he'd do it. Like, and you'd have oh, to, yeah, we talked about. You have to yeah. have like some kind of like chess terminology. Like, oh, he's pulling the old uh, chess maneuver of this, and you have to. I'm thinking like, but the like Bobby Fisher three move kill, yeah, yeah, or something like that. And like mm-hmm. and like you'd have like the the, the geeky hot girl with the glass, like the the, the Velma, yeah, if you will. Yeah, and then yeah. you have like the slutty one, just that. So I thought it'd be something like that. That'd be fun. All right. From uh, Josh Coleman. When you have to watch a movie that you know is going to be absolutely terrible, what's your drink of choice to get through it? Depends on the movie. If it's, uh, you know, if it's something a little bit more fine, like if it was Candyman, I'd want a glass of red wine. <laughs> if it was Terror Blood Fart Lake, I want Bush Light. You know, like uh, it, all, it all depends on the movie. Terror Blood Fart Lake is more like a Homs Olympica yeah, yeah, <laughs> level yeah, beer. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, my drink of choice a lot of times um, Really, beer is easy, easy what I hand. If I'm going to go with something low, if I'm going to go to my act, the bar, get the liquor, the actual liquor out there, I'm going to go like, again, quick and easy, like seven sevens or maybe just a scotch straight up or something like that. Um, all right, so Josh Coleman also writes, can PG-13 horror be competitive with R-rated horror? It can. I, I, I disagree. So. It can, but it's tough. I mean, Ring was PG-13. That's a great horror movie. Yeah. Uh, it's It can be done, but I think it's just tough. I think it's very, very tough. Um, in mass market, yeah, I mean, like you look at Ring and 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 Grudge. I think well, we're PG thirteen. Halloween by uh, today. Paranormal Activity is PG thirteen, but they're also I consider, I in my opinion, they're considered weak horror movies. Like if you're talking cure, you're talking like Friday Thirteenth, your slashers, your mutilator, your intruder. Sure. I say no. 
I I I say no. In Halloween the long run. by today's standards would be PG thirteen if it wasn't for the F the occasion the F bomb. Well, there's also there is nudity in a sex scene in it. Yeah, well, not yeah. sex, but you see yeah, nudity. You see titties. In it. That's true. Okay. Um. All right. So these last ones we're gonna try to do rapid fire as well. These are from Nachos Mc Furniture Nachos McWare. If he sent these in. Um. First one was the origin of horrible horror. Well, we've told this story many times that Aaron and I. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I'll, I'll do it. I'll wrap it up quickly. Uh. We 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 used every Halloween we'd get together. Me and Aaron, our group of friends, we'd get together at my place and we'd go every night. We'd go to as many haunted houses we could in one night, and then afterwards we'd go back to my place. And earlier that day, I would have gone hit raided the video store and got as many weird ass horror, horror movies, movies as I could find. We had but fun. because it's Halloween, yeah. all the good stuff's gone. So I found all this weird ass shit and we'd watch that. We'd stay up all night watching these horror movies. And that's where my love of bad horror movies came from. So about five years ago, I'm watching more bad horror movies. Like, holy yeah. shit, this movie's terrible. We have to talk about this. Like, And that's like, hey, we podcasts were starting to become a thing. Be, it could actually be doable. So that's where, were, that's where it came from. Uh, I actually was watching the movie um, Carver, the, orig- the the old Carver, before they get remade and released. It actually where it's good now. It was terrible. And we, I was watching that when Aaron came over. And we were ribbing on that. Where the girl kills herself at the end, even though she's like, "Dude, you live! You were right there! You live! You survived!" And then she kills herself, and we we're just ripping, rifting on that for a while, and that's where it started. Um, all right, so what would you say is the worst movie you ever you've ever reviewed? Uh, again, I go No Mercy or Lake Fear Three. Uh, Seeds Revenge. Seeds Revenge for yeah. you. you. Is that worse for you than No Mercy was? No Mercy. No Mercy was really bad. That's a good point. But I, it's... Even the last Slumber Party too was another terrible one. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Um, Death House is also up there. If you could make a sequel to any standalone horror movie, what would you guys choose? Say what? If we could make a sequel to any standalone horror movie, what would we choose? So I'd like to do um, a recent horror movie, uh, The Autopsy of Jane Doe, the one I was talking about. Uh, I would actually like to see a prequel to that one. Um, that one is a story where, you know, these guys are doing this autopsy. Yeah, but on... yes, for a sequel, Aaron. You're changing the rules. Fine. I'm no, going to change I'm I'm gonna do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd like to see, like, the origin of that, of the of the witch, of the character, of the, yeah, the pa- the patient, or the, 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 the Jane Doe, if you will. Okay. Uh, for me, a, a sequel to any standalone horror movie. Fuck. Um... I'm gonna. I'll say it again. I, I'll say Knucklebones again because, as yeah. far as we know, it's still a standalone, and that I think sure. it was had a franchise potential all over it. N- next, moving on. Does pineapple belong on the pizza? Fuck no, it does not. No, but nope. I, don't, I don't. If you want it on there, sure, but no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Uh, would you guys like to take? Who would you like guys like to to the bone zone? Ginger or Marianne? Um, Marianne. Ginger was the movie star. She was a little more high class. Ginger, she was kind of the farm girl type, you know. But she's got a big butt, so yeah. <laughs> Bigger I don't know. Butt. I think Ginger, man, I think Ginger might have had that secret freakiness underneath her. You know, she's a movie star. She's all prissy in person, but I think down, she might have been, mm, had some freak down okay. there. Um, top five movies you guys have ever reviewed. So our top five movies that we've done the show. <sighs> God damn it. Uh, Jesus Christ. I don't know. Uh, I mean, again, lately I'll say Intruder because that was actually a good one. That was a lot of fun. Um, did I have this written down? Let me see. And maybe Probably. Death Spa. So I don't do Death Spa and slash Killer Workout Aerobicide and one because they're kind of the same movie and they're both awesome to do on the show. I'll tell you my favorite episodes is like um, hey, that's the thing. I'm trying. I'm trying am, I, am I doing the movie or am I doing the episode? Because some humanoids of the, from the deep, Death Spa, um, Swamp Ape. Swamp, uh, oh god, Swamp Ape. There's yeah. my sequel right there. Swamp um, Ape. What happens when they fall off that canoe? A muck train, and Night of Something Strange. Okay, yeah, a, a muck train. Swamp Ape, Death Spa, 
killer workout. Um, uh, yeah, I think those are probably also my favorite top ones. Uh, trap door. Was one yeah, of that, was a good, that was a good ones. episode. That was, that was a good episode. Um, yeah, there you go. Um, uh, seven, what are your personal top 10 kills from the podcast? No, okay. We already covered most of our top kills natural. So we're going to, uh, and, and, and for the sake of time, we're going to, I don't think we, is there any other kills you want to throw in there? Yeah, just, we've talked kill. about a lot of kills. Yeah. So, I, so think I think, um, you can always throw in the Jason sleeping bag kills. Um, uh, the amok train had some crazy ones with a, a train, just how a train chops off heads. I don't know, but that's <laughs> crazy. Um, hey, what podcast do we listen to? Um, yeah, so I got, um, uh, I listen to how did this get made? I listen to, I, I still listen to talk is Jericho. I listen to not Sam wrestling. I listen to nerd poker, critical role podcast. I listen to, uh, Chris Hardwick's ID 10 it or idiot podcast. Um, and then I listened to, I used to listen to the horror show, but they quit. They, they turned it in. So I, I got that. And then I've listened to a few episodes here and there of others, a few other horror podcasts. Um, but honestly, my podcast time has gotten really, again, cause I'm with my daughter. All the yeah. Time. I, well, cut down. at work, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I listen to a lot of horror podcasts. I listen to here comes the spooky. I listen to here comes spooky. I listen to another, uh, horror podcast. Uh, these guys out in North Carolina, uh, the spook house podcast. I like them. Uh, their friends at night shift video, which was, um, Eat channel, right? Eat channel. Yeah. They changed their name right when we, right when we had an interview with them, they changed their name to night shift video. It's like, come on guys. Uh, also I listened to customers also watch that one's kind of cool. It's this chick that, uh, who lives out in, um, Los Angeles and she is a horror genius. I mean, she's got very well-educated horror fan, very, very well-educated horror fan. But what she does is she started off with a movie. I forget what the first one was. But she watched the movie and then on Amazon it has to be Amazon Prime. Yeah, it says viewers. All, yeah, yeah, that viewers list. always all watch. So just she has to pick one, watch it. Just based if she's already seen it, she won't pick it. Um, and it's just based on the description, and she'll pick that and then descri- you know do a breakdown like we do. And then I won't lie, on. that's a lot of times that's how we get some of the yeah. other movies because I like, ones are like oh it's add this to my list, add this to my list. But and- it's it's pretty cool. She did um um. The killer eye. Oh, you yeah. know she found that one, and she's like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> but she's and she also does this episodes with uh, one of her friends who's never seen any horror movies. She's this gal who's just never. She grew up like very Disney and very protected, and she's she's like, all right, watch all these nightmare movies, watch all these Hellraiser movies. And then she breaks them down. It's 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 a lot of fun. Uh, but I also listen to um, the horror basement. Uh, that's the, the guys we met in Tennessee. Um, like Yeti and those oh, other guys. Okay. Those guys are pretty cool. Uh, I listen to Joe Rogan. I listen to the news. I, I listen, to, listen to Joe Rogan. I listen right? to a lot of MMA podcasts. Uh, Star Talk with uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I just started. Yeah. I just remember that one. Yeah, I think I just started that one. And uh, Hardcore History. So uh, the, other, the two others I subscribe. I haven't started listening yet, but I added them to my list. Was in bed with Nick Offerman and Megan Milani. Nice. And um, an off. I forget what it's called. But it's like the Office recap, which was Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsley, huh. where they they basically sit around. They take each episode of The Office and they tell like. There's sort Fun of little things of that, about it. Of the making of that episode and cool. talk about it. So, um, so there's our podcast. Um, who wins in a fight? Jason from Friday the 13th, 7, or Maniac Cop from Maniac Cop 2? Jason. I say Jason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to go with Jason. Um, 
who are your top five favorite X-Men heroes slash villains? This is a fun <laughs> one. Um, uh, top five X-Men. R- for me, Rogue, uh, Magneto. I'm going to say Phoenix slash Dark Phoenix. because she uh, not, not just Jean Grey, but Phoenix slash Dark Phoenix. Um, you got to go Wolverine. Um, and then probably a tie in there for, I'm going to throw in Nightcrawler or Colossus, where my favorites as a kid. Yeah. Uh, me, it's a little... Wolverine, number one. I was yeah. a huge Wolverine fan. Gigantic. Yeah. Everybody is. So you yeah. can't have him not on the list. Colossus, he's the heart of the X-Men. You know, he's just like always been the good guy. Beast, he's a brains. You know, he's got a tragic story. Uh, Dazzler. Yeah. You like Dazzler? Love because Dazzler. she's kind of cool. And yeah. like Jubilee's like a shitty version of Dazzler. Yeah, she kind of is. <laughs> and uh, Longshot. I yeah. like Longshot, too. Longshot's mm-hmm. good. Like, there, I love, there are some really good ones like that you could leave off. Like, yeah, Longshot, Dazzler mm-hmm. were good ones. A lot of people love Gambit, but I, I didn't really get on the Gambit train too early. I was close with Gambit. You were close. Mm-hmm. You were very close very, with Gambit. I was almost put him on this list. Yeah. yeah. Um, Archangel was cool. Not Angel, mm-hmm. but Archangel was yeah. cool. Psylocke had a was. She almost made the list, yeah, too. Aaron yeah, had a, Aaron had a big old pre- Teenage boner for Psylocke. Yes, I did. Um, Maybe I explained my Asian fetish in high school. Yeah, I think it did explain <laughs> your Asian fetish in high school. Um, okay. Um, uh, villains. Well, two are slight. Okay, villains. I, Magneto bored both those. Yeah. But villains, well, again, Magneto. Um, so I, I did I did Magneto, Apocalypse, Arcade. Apocalypse. I liked Arcade. Because, arcade was always fun. Because those kid, comics were awesome. He, 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 like, yeah. Who, who would want, like, you're in a fucking fun world. Like, six flags yeah. turn dark and you have a giant pinball machine. It was like, awesome. His, yeah. Those count, yeah, I loved Arcade. So I always loved him. Uh, Juggernaut, of course, Jugs. Juggernaut. And yeah. uh, William Stryker and his cult of followers who were, like, to to wipe. It's more, more a little bit more modern. I can't remember if they were the Templars to, or they were somebody else. Yeah, to wipe clean the unpure. The purifiers. Yeah, the purifiers, purifiers something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Magneto, Juggernaut. Um, Apocalypse was a good one. Yeah. Um, Arcade is fun. Mr. Sinister. Um, but a classic X-Men villain, like they're villains. I mean, the Sentinels were always a oh, good, yeah. good go-to. Yeah. Um, uh, the Hellfire Club was always interesting, but so Emma Frost in there. And another one that brings it back to your Dazzler long shot, Mojo was a wacky, wacky oh, fucking yeah, that villain. Was that was a weird yeah. Mojo. We got Mojo involved. It was weird shit about to happen. Yeah. Um, okay, so moving on. If you could throw the Scooby-Doo gang into any slasher movie, which one would you choose and who would survive? Um, God, I would throw them. I think they would do well in like a Friday 13th. Like out the, I like them out in like the camp. Mm-hmm. I'm going to spring camp. Zoink, zoink. <laughs> uh, fucking Shaggy and Scooby dead right away. Ah! Fuck them. Because the stoner always dies. And Scooby, yeah, even though he's, he's basically more stoner or anything, so he dies. The, or the nerdy guy because the nerd always dies. Fred dies. So honestly, your, your, your final is either Velma, Velma or, or Daphne. Or Daphne. Um, and unfortunately, both stereotypically, both of them die. Velma would be kind of slow. Girl, da- no, I always forget which one's the glasses. The nerdy Velma, girl. Velma. Velma. She, the nerdy girl always dies, and the slay girl guy dies. So they all die. But if I had my pick, I would say da- the girl, girl with glasses. Oh, Velma. Girl, girl with glasses would probably live because she was the smart one who used her brains to get out of situations. And I think she would figure out a way to get out. Okay, so I want to put them in like a saw situation. Ooh, yeah, I like, love it. Where they have to where choose. They, like, they have to go against each yes, other. Love yes, that. Yes. Love and, that. And, and, Again, I think that. And I would go. I would wins. go. I would go Fred because I think Velmo still had a little bit more of a hard goal. I think Fred could be a little bit of a shit bag. He might be the one who makes it. He he probably throw yeah. her under the bus. Like yeah, I love you, yeah. but uh, uh-uh, you're dead. I'm, like, I'm living. Like smart girl goes first. I got to get her out of the way. Yeah. So I like to put him in a saw type situation. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I love both those theories. That's great. All right. Um, is Freddie a kid fucker? Yes. No. 
No. No. He did not he was he was a child murderer, but he was never they never said he was a child fucker. But wasn't it implied? In the remake they beat you about the head and shoulders yeah. that he was a kid fucker. Okay, so in the remake, yes, in the originals, I guess maybe not. No. Oh, top five kills. I forget about that one. Um, for, I'll go back to add the kills real quick. Uh, the N- Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors, uh, the marionette where he's got oh, the, yeah. Being, yeah. the marionette veins coming. That one traumatized me as a kid. That was crazy. And you see Frey in the clouds above working. And then, was it five? Yeah, it's five, where he morphs into the motorcycle. And that those were two awesome kills too. Okay, moving on. <laughs> um, what's... Which of your guests have been in the podcast the most? Uh, Chris Samples, I think, yeah. without oh, yeah. Chris, without 100%. Yeah. yeah, he's family. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which horror movie classic would you remake, and who would you who would you have directed? Okay, I had Frankenstein, movie classic, and I want, I'm probably going to butcher his name, Taiki Watati. The Thor T-T- guy. Yeah, the guy who did Thor Ragnarok. That would be fucking cool. I think that would be a lot of fun. I saw something on Facebook about this guy re- like directing a horror movie. Dude, they're talking about him doing a Star Wars movie. Oh, that's what it was Star Wars. Yeah, not horror. It was a Star Wars mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Um, again, it depends on what we're calling. Cl- are we going classic black and white classic? Are we talking like, fr- again, Friday 13th classic? Like, I don't know. Um, I w- it would be interesting to see. This would be a weird. I don't know if they'd be too similar or not, but a John Carpenter or Jason movie, like Freddy, is, huh, that, is that too yeah. similar? Michael J. But if John Carpenter did a Friday the Thirteenth, interesting, would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Or we want to go really far out of the box, like we talking like Michael Bay doing a fucking <laughs> Hellraiser movie or something, like just explosions yeah, everywhere and no yeah. content. I mean, I don't know. Uh, just Cenobites going nuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Peter Jackson, kind of, he's done a little bit of horror. Yeah, he's, he could he's do done the Frighteners and yeah. Dead and uh, Dead Alive. Yeah, yeah. And, and Meet the Feebles, uh, yeah, which is which a is whole other type of horror. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> terrifying in its own way. Yeah. And uh, uh, oh god, there was another weird uh, one with Alien. I forget what it was called. Fuck, it was like a New Zealand movie. Bad taste. Bad taste. Thank yeah. you. Yes, bad taste. Yeah. Um, all right. So, and then last question, the very last question. Um, are the here comes the spooky guys as awesome as they sound? No, 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 <laughs> no they are not. <laughs> all right. In all fairness, they're fun guys. I like them. Uh, Eric's awesome. Eric's cool, but that fucking nachos that guy. Nachos guy. He gets off. Oh, God, he's a he, he can be a bit hard to fucking handle. Man, he he's, like, he's a little too far. Yeah. I thought short bus was for kids. <laughs> my Nita for this guy is in his thirties. <laughs> We love you, Nachos. Yeah. All right, guys. That's all the questions. Everybody, you sent it in. You got answered. Hope that was fun for you guys. I know We started going a little fast towards it, the yeah, end. Yeah, because this went a lot longer than I thought it would. I thought we had to wrap this up a lot sooner, but we promised we'd answer every question, and we did. So there you go. Hope you enjoyed it. We might do this again in the future if you guys enjoyed it or if, if it's something that gets a good response. So, but again, thank you very much. Thank for you for your everyone who submitted a question. That means your listeners. You know the show. You love the show. We love you. Thank you so much. Keep listening. We're going to keep bringing you the show. Um, until then, guys, you know the deal. Watch more horror movies, and remember to always keep it tight. Tight, tight, tight.